practice, jerk practice, sketch boys love to reminisce, yeah. That's for you, uh, Ash. I was going to come at her because... Uh, come at her, come out swinging. So what would Ash Van Gehring's, um how would you abbreviate that? What do you mean? How would you abbreviate that? AVG? Average. Ooh, Ooh. <laughs> she's gonna, she's gonna steel toe you. <laughs> I know, yeah, in the face Watch like we back. talked about last yeah. episode. I don't know why. I got a sad life. That's all. That's why. <laughs> that's what. That's what I think about. I think I thought of that one. You know, on my bike riding home, I went. And then her. you realized you had no tires. I love. I love hurting people close to me. <laughs> and maybe that's why I'm alone. Uh. Here we go. We start. We're starting. A little energy. Woo, woo, woo. Little juice. Little juice. You were talking about creepy, the big brother stalking oh, you. I was telling uh, you, Case, before we clicked on, that you know how um, companies can target you now online? Mm-hmm. Like if you click on something on Amazon, you are going to get Amazon updates like, you like shoes. Yeah. Look at look at our latest sales on shoes. Um, but I got one that was just that makes sense, right? Like Amazon keeps track mm-hmm. of your account, and they'll send you an email, and then it gets a little creepier when you're on Facebook and you look to the side and you go like, "Huh? Oh, interesting. Like they're trying to sell me tires because I accidentally clicked on like a, a not accidentally because I looked for a spare tire for three years. Yeah. It's like you can if if you like." If it, it almost feels like deja vu or like yeah. matrixy sometimes, where you're like, hmm, like that product or that theme f- seems familiar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but just on like that like fringy familiar, and then you go, holy shit, that's I right. Did. I did have to buy Absolutely. fix a flat yeah. uh, a year and a half ago. Imagine if they can if they have that info on you, like what you search. Like imagine what how much they know about what you jerk off to. Oh goodness, you cannot delete. If you're deleting yeah, no, your yeah. history, you're not. It's like uh, you're not deleting shit. Have we talked about trying to scrub the internet when you went back to school? What, me? Yeah. This uh, was it was years ago. Hans was going back to college, and um, oh yeah, 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 yeah. You had Googled yourself because like, yes. you thought they were going to do it or something. I don't remember. And you were like, Casey, can you get this picture? Off of our old website. It was, I was in a career development course. It was a required course for dealing with going on interviews and getting jobs. And they're like, it's the age of the internet. Yeah. Like any employer worth their salt will just, honestly, all they have to do is type your name into Google. Mm-hmm. The first thing that will come up is news. See if anything on you. And then the next thing they can click on is images. And if your Facebook's not private, all that shit of you like drinking with your buddies will come up. So they were like, so it's just an easy task. We'll just image search ourselves. Oh, on the big screen. And I'm going. First one of this hand up? Uh, uh, no, we, we, all, we all had our own computers. and I'm, But like if she wanted, she can link them all up to a projector. Yeah. And I'm, I know the images that are going to come up of me are silly. Yeah. Because we had a website, jerkpractice.com, even before this jerk practice. And we just put up, who gives a shit? You should have silly. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Uh, I guess if you're going for a respectable job, you have to explain yourself. But some images are unexplainable. Yes. And this was one of them. <laughs> and so the first image that came up, and I, it's like one of those things where I saw it. I'm, 
I'm laughing, but at the same time, I'm like, even if she like walks behind my back, like and sees over shoulders, you're, you're what? You're the getting kicked fuck out of school. It's that. Like, so it's me. Uh, it's a still shot of a of a video we made called Jerkimation. So it's me with my hand in my unbuttoned in the, jeans. In, yeah, the crotch of the pants. In the crotch of the pants. My other hand is holding a bottle of Jergens lotion, and then on top of my head is a photoshopped penis cap. Yep. Like that penis cap that's on the sex ball. Yep. So it's like like a hat, but clearly a penis cap. And then next to me is is either a thought bubble or an it's, exclamation bubble. It is a farty looking thought bubble. Talking bubble. Talking or bubble. Thought bubble coming out of the head of the penis. <laughs> it's P yellow and the purple letters are nine eleven question mark. <laughs> oh, God. So I saw that and I knew you like definitely need career building if that's the first <laughs> image of yourself on the internet. Oh. And so I tried to get I went, okay, delete. And you can't just delete that. So I went I traced it back. It was on our first website. I don't know if I could log in and finally like you I uh-huh. you had like the information, you logged in and deleted it for me, but yeah. it still doesn't still delete that. There. It's still out there when you Google search because Maybe it's not on the website, but it's in that, uh, what would you call it, algorithm where mm-hmm. it initially plucked that with my name. So it's still in that rhythm until somewhere that would get changed. I had to contact Google in an email and report it as – I report it as though I were offended. <laughs> Someone did so this said, to me. This is a you know like an offensive image. Mm-hmm. Please remove it from – my so life. maybe if you are still searching mature, you can find that <laughs> image of me. But I had to take it off. But what do you I think, was saying, do you think that's something? The reason the, it, they'll find that in like Hillary Clinton's lost emails, her with the dick nose and <laughs> dick, dick, nose. Dick, dick for a nose, and then a thought bubble, a farty thought bubble. It just says Muslims? Question mark. <laughs> well, it's a funny joke. If she is trademarked, so I'll tell you that. <laughs> I wish her emails were just like jerk practicey emails. That, Scumbaggy emails that out like of actual, context. Yeah. are horrendous. Like but, this podcast. Out yeah. of you can isolate. Every episode, yeah. probably every few minutes in every episode, you could isolate what somebody says. Hanning, if you can hear him. <laughs> yeah. um, I'll edit that. Mark that for time. I'm worried about H-bomb. <laughs> um, uh, and out of context, of course, it's horrendous. So mm. that image was out of context. And I wish Hillary Clinton's emails were out, Had of, out context. of like Yeah, and not just really gnarly evil shit that she did. You think, so? but like out of context things. Are you? Uh, we're gonna get political. We're we gonna get hot, hot button. Trump sure. or Hill? <laughs> <laughs> Neither, please. Uh, are, would you genuinely vote for the third party? Who's the guy with the Green Party? It's Gary oh, Johnson and Gary, Jill Stein. Jill Stein, Gary Johnson, Green Party. He's libertarian. Fuck, libertarian. Jill Stein's Green Party. Mm-hmm. Haven't done the research. Would you vote for one of the? Mm-hmm. Is yeah. that probably the way you're going to go, maybe? Yeah, I think so. I think me too. And I just was... Because you and I are nerds, and we're president nerds, and it's like, just, I think the the independent, I want them to get the federal financing, and they have to get, what, 10%? 11%, of, 11% of the vote to be recognized as a viable party, I guess? Yeah, the last person that ever did that, or that got a was, viable percentage. Perot 9? Was it 9%? He did, but before him, Eugene Debs running in the Socialist Party, I believe in one election. The election of 1908, where he was running against... He would have been Woodrow Wilson, It right? was Debs, Taft, 
Uh, Taft two was it? It was Debs Taft v. Roosevelt. Oh, he was Bull Moose. And that Wilson. was then. Yeah, that's nineteen oh eight. That's nineteen oh eight. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the election of nineteen oh eight, and because of Debs, who got like I want to say thirteen percent, the most smoke. of all time. Yeah, and then they put him in prison, so he could never run it. He was in prison for a long time. The fucking union laws, him? union scumbag laws. Yeah, like inciting riot bullshit. Oh, they fact got him me. on fact that. check me, but yeah. They got him on some serious bullshit. Fuck. A presidential candidate that got 13%. And then went to jail. Threw him in fucking prison. And then, Ugh. but they say that that swayed, no, excuse me, that, how am I confused here? Because didn't, that that didn't Roosevelt swayed, take enough from Taft for him to lose? Yeah, Roosevelt took enough from Taft for him to lose. So I want to say that I'm thinking election of 1912. I'm getting them mixed up there. But Roosevelt fucked Taft because, he just because. Yeah. That was the only reason. The, he said, I want to run again. I don't think Taft was following my policies. And, Andy, the, and the Republic- Andy really wanted to fucking go to, to fucking go to war with Germany. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a war, he's a war hawk. And he, um, what else was Verno's loving this part. Uh, he's a history mage. History mage. Mage. Wizard, mage. Of, wizard of time. He was telling, he was hitting me with some Shadowrun stuff, and I like I think Verno, he wants to run in the shadows. I that's what I think. Not only does he want to run in the shadows, I think he's looking to sysop me. Ooh, usurp the sysop. Well, so but if, you, if he's got a campaign burn notice on the back burner, yeah, oh, fuck, I still have to send. Yeah, we uh, let us know if you're liking the shadow run. You can. Um, Ooh, or uh, maybe uh, maybe send us... Who am I talking to? Henning. Henning, <laughs> let us know if you have any ideas for missions or sh- for shadow runs. Maybe we'll, uh, we'll make them into a campaign. Don't be offensive for offensive sake. No spicy language. No spice language. Let's just jive talk. Um, what was I going to say? Talking about Eugene Debs. You, <laughs> of course I was. Uh, Back to Debs. that. Oh, Roosevelt wanted to go to war, but he also uh-huh. really just wanted to be president again. He was one of those guys that was go, 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 yeah. and he was young. So when he wasn't president anymore, he was bored. He was bored. No That's one listened he, to him. That's why. He was like, no one gives a shit what I think anymore. And, and he was, and he was, he's a junkie, like an adrenaline mm-hmm. junkie. I think you gave me that book. It was great. On the river... Uh, Oh, that's a great book, The River of Doubt or whatever. The River of Doubt about his Amazon trip, which is just he's a he's an he's a crazy individual. But Taft, who didn't want to be president to begin with, his wife made him. Mm-hmm. So they say that's probably some bullshit. Yeah. His old wife he made oh, him. That she wanted to be first wife, first lady. But Taft Taft gets the shaft too. He was a fucking Supreme Court justice after he was president. What do you remember about Taft? Bathtub. Suck at the bathtub. Fat, that's fatty all Ohio bathtub. Fat bathtub. That's it. Full of peanuts. That's pretty fat, though. It's very fat. Like, that's I mean, in weirdly fat. But then you hear how fat he was. He was 300 pounds. So that's... So I'm thinking 300 pounds... Is John Goodman fat? I'm thinking 300 pounds then you is were our 600 fight, pounds yeah. now. He'd have an because, HGTV show. Exactly. Yes. Where they're swapping his yeah. folds. Because then... They, we're just, um, it's the word spendthrifts, material thrifts. We just produce willy nilly. We make shit garbage Uh and we make it in excess. So we got no problem making a bunch of big plastic bathtubs. Oh my God. But back then they were making 
artisanal craft mm-hmm. bath tubs sure, yeah. that Out were of, of appropriate yeah. size. So he's too fat for it. I guess if it's narrow waisted, like any, I, I, he seems like he's a big guy in general, just like tall. Did he know better though to get in that tub? Who takes a bath, especially when you're that I don't think large? They had showers then. Uh, that just seems like a lot of extra work. They didn't have vertical pipes then. <laughs> Everything was lateral. <laughs> Every, only lateral piping in the White House. That's how rivers work. Why not our pipes? I don't know. Uh, that's why I'll never get 13% in the election. I don't know. You'll go to jail, though. If there's a, a good book on it. But the history of the actual construction of the White House is pretty fascinating. Yeah. Because you think of it, uh, if you can think of it, palatially Mm -hmm. like as like the definition of what do i want to say what do you what i don't know (laughs) i'm trying i lost it what i'm saying is when i think of the white house or at least Mm -hmm. growing up i thought pristine perfection oh yeah yeah harry truman had to live in an apartment across the street because the white house had rats well you see that in that great uh hbo miniseries john adams the right. White House is disgusting. It's a horrible, horrible place. Because that's a horrible place to put the nation's capital. On a, sw- in a, in fucking a swamp. Toilet swamp. Malaria. I can't believe none of our... Well, we did have one president die of... Uh, he drank that milk. What was it? Typhus? What did he get? John oh. Tyler ate... Drank warm... Drank milk that was sitting out in the sun. Oh, Maybe God. I can be president. Yeah, you definitely he drank, could. Oh, what was it? Tuberculosis? No. No. He, oh, fuck. What was it? Yeah. He got sick from bad milk. And cherries. And they oh, specifically said, cherries. because they didn't pasteurize back then, right? Uh-huh. So they said, don't eat certain fruits and don't drink any goddamn milk because there's this bacteria going around that you live in a will kill you. jungle. And he went, I'm president. Sucked on some warm buttermilk oh. and cherries. I will say. Yuck. You could tell there's got to be like a. A crust on top, like if of you, the gotta, milk? If you yes. gotta physically break the crust with your finger, don't <laughs> drink it. No, that's how, he took the cherry and he dipped <laughs> he it and got some cream mm, on the cherry. Like, ugh, look at our president. I guess Just, back then, is that like play on boys? Things don't taste like if we went. I I know this now. I'm a fan of another podcast called The Dollop, which is an American history right, podcast. Yeah. It's amazing. If you weekly, if you haven't listened to it, check it out. Yeah, download that before you download the Rad Dude cast. Oh, yeah. Uh, but they are always <laughs> talking about, like, American history, and I always knew that, like, the fantasy of time travel, like, I never wanted to go back in time. Right. Because I knew, I just knew, dead, dead, i die. Even, like, the 50s. I, don't, I just don't. You'd run into the gay garbage man. Yeah. Ripping paper. Just the Langoliers. Langoliers, Bronson yeah. Bronson Pinchot. Um just how horrible it was back then. How, like, physic, like, the toll it would take on you. Like, food didn't taste good. You don't think so? I think it tasted fine. <laughs> you know okay. what I mean? Like, they salted meat. It's just salty protein. It doesn't taste. You mean, uh, what, do you mean that, like, a diet was only a subsistence diet? Kind of, yeah. I can see that. Or it's either you have the extremes yeah. are there, right? Mm-hmm. You're either the Sun King, yeah. eating truffles for breakfast, yeah, yeah. or you're subsisting on meat that you have to salt yeah. because the ice block, it's the end of the month, and the ice block that they put uh-huh. through your wall to keep your food cold, yeah. as cold as possible for as long as possible, 
is running low. I think food tasted good a few times a year. Christmas? I mean, because you, you got the like, pickle stuff. Like, you know, yeah. like the evolution of cooking is just making bad things. Like all that French cuisine, it's just poor people eating guts. Right. So they absolutely. had to learn how to make guts tasty. Mm-hmm. Italian cooking, like using all the opal and stuff, yeah. which now people walk away from. Uh-huh. I mean, I'm saying that like I really have a a, uh, a great respect for yeah. cooking and for using all parts of it. I like I don't yeah, eat meat or or use any like I'm I'm, I'm a plant based diet. Let's put it that mm-hmm. way. But I have nothing but respect for somebody that can take a kidney mm-hmm. and like just hit it out of the park. Like if yeah. you can make an awesome dish with kidneys, I mean you're an amazing Why chef. Why would you? Because you. But if you can cook like a filet mignon, well, it doesn't matter. No. That's already ready to. You can yeah. literally. You could. You fuck could that not up cook and that. It would stay, exactly. You good. could just. Uh, you could eat that raw because mm-hmm. it's yeah. Um, my buddy Manuel, I've talked about him on the podcast. He's a, a Spanish chef, and he's always doing that shit. He's the kind of chef that, um, and I think I don't know what's up with him, but he keeps getting tapped for Top Chef, and I don't know mm-hmm. if they do that show anymore. But cooking shows, yeah, so yeah. you will see him because he's just. I think he's. <laughs> I think he's like he just has this amazing artist mind. He's very focused. Mm-hmm. I was going to use the word autistic, but that's not fair. One to him, no, it's or a- to autism because there he's on the spectrum. Uh-huh. Can we say he's on the spectrum? And I don't even want to say that because he's probably not. Let's just say he's like an artist. That's yeah. the best way to say well, it. He's he's like my uh, boss, eccentric Cal. He is yeah. the same way. He's he is a fantastic. Like it's just that it's that mindset. It, it is an artistry. It's. You know, like if it's like the Malcolm Gladwell thing, like those guys have thought about food and know more about food and how to make things than I have thought about anything. I agree with that 100%, but I also agree that even if I put the same amount of time into it that they did, I don't have the same capacity for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I think there's something special there. But he'll take – so he'll have the fishmonger, the fish guy come every day, and now he has him also bring like – like a bag, he's just like, all right, if you want them, the collars oh. and like all the shit they Fish throw away, including is really tasty. It's 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 like a lot of people consider it the mm-hmm. best part of the the fish, but he'll also he calls it the bladder. It's not a bladder, and like this was back when I worked there. So I and by the way, a plant based diet. I always say my one caveat is anything he cooks or if I go to a restaurant mm-hmm. with him, I let him order off the menu like a little lady yeah. because I know he knows what to order and the restaurants to go to and whatever he'll cook, mm-hmm. I'll eat yeah. just because that's how much I respect what he does. Um, it's not – he calls it a bladder or in Spanish maybe it translates poorly to a bladder, but it's an air sac mm-hmm. of a fish. It's the sac. It is called a fish bladder. Is it? But the air so they can what, go they up can and They can go down. up and down. Yeah. All right. So it's a fish bladder. I guess maybe I'm thinking that because that's – like somebody wanted to sell it on the menu like that. You can't do that. Oh, we yeah. have a nice fish bladder. Ooh, I'll take the bladders. Yeah. Uh, but what's amazing about that. Are your dicks that, in season? Can I get some dick? <laughs> Anthony. No, not Anthony. Who's the who's the dick eater? <laughs> Ooh. Uh, oh, oh uh, Zimmerman. Zimmerman. Yeah, he's a dick eater. Can I, I get I, some dong? Can I? Uh, uh, I liked the, what was I? I was, it's a Meg saw a show last night and it had a lot of uh, dicks in it. Just got scolded. Got us, bitch. Keep it down out here, you two. <laughs> That's why I go to Eddie's to get away. <laughs> what? 
Oh boy. All right. Well, better hit the going. notes. What do you got? What do you got? Uh, I for, I was gonna have Ashley talk because she told me about it. And speaking of uncomfortable, it's like a it's a real thing. I don't know if you've heard of it. <laughs> it's it's adult breastfeeding. Uh, but do, wait. Uh, no. All right. Now I it took me a second to put the, the yeah, words yeah. together. Adult no, I haven't heard of it. Breastfeeding. And is it a sexual thing? That's what I was asking. I was like, what? Is, like, I guess there's a, a, a group of people, and it it is actually like these women lactate, and you do like a baby, like you suckle on their teat and drink the milk, and it's like a comfort thing. I because I had so many questions, I was like, like I've seen some weird shit. Like this grosses me out. Like the idea of like. And I was like, are they dating? Is it, what is it? She's like, it's like a closeness thing. It's, it's, it, you don't necessarily have to be intimate. So, like you don't have to be lovers. Like it's seems, just, it seems pretty intimate. That's what I said. It seems pretty fucking intimate. You could just be friends. It's like a closeness thing. Like, and I Blood was brothers. I, yeah, it is kind of like, I was just the thought, not of the like act of like suckling, but like, Having a belly full of hot like milk, like right, like the thirteenth president. Like, yeah, no, that's what I thought. It just doesn't sit right with me. I don't think it should. I don't buy it. It's like uh, I don't buy it either. But what's your thoughts on women that save their placenta to eat later? I don't. Would you have a taste? No, no fucking way. <laughs> Not a fucking. Chance. And and I guess that's where it should be left. It everybody's free to do their own. Of course. Do you consider are. it cannibalism? No. You see, it gets close to. It's just. To me, it's gross. It's a bit fancy. <laughs> yeah, it's I think that's gross. fair to say gross. Yeah, I agree. I. I've seen it on a cooking show where they baked it into I saw like it a on meat pie. HBO's Real Sex. Maybe that's where I saw it. Was it two like haggy women eating, yeah. eating something? They turn it into like a pate and they invite yes, their friends over. Yes, I've seen it. Real Sex. Of course if we anybody saw that. out there hasn't seen Real Sex, just to give you context, started in the 80s. It was an <laughs> HBO thing. Very much like a precursor to what Vice is now. Sure. They would do like hour long specials that was real sex and they'd have like fifteen minute segments that just were the exploration of sexuality. So it'd be all of these like a like a, a a dick cult was one of them and it was these naked speaking of naked guys not knowing how to touch each other. <laughs> it was just, Don't speak to that. <laughs> I uh, gotta hear about it. Uh just these guys up in the woods and they're all old and naked and they're like carving dicks out of trees and like <laughs> whittling dicks out of sticks. Right. And so then one segment was this this woman saved the placenta. Which I never thought was a sexual thing, but no, it, it, just a gross thing. I watched it as a kid because I was like, I'm gonna get to see some Titties. Of course. But most of it is just like quirky things. Very like, dark. It's dark. It's much darker than seeing a pair of titties in a Jean-Claude oh, Van yeah, Damme yeah. film. No, it is. This isn't Time Cop. It is an exploration of sexuality <laughs> yeah. and all of its strangeness. Exactly. Like that fucks a kid up way more. Like seeing a fucking old man whittling a dick in the middle of the woods. Oh, yeah. Just show him some fucking boobs. The, the one that, that always stuck with me is just... It was this sex group, and it had to do. It was like this old Native American man 
and he was teaching these couples how to make love like spirit animals kind of. So he would like, and he had these, and they're all of course naked, just stark naked. So this sort of rotund native American guy with like this perfectly (laughs) gray hair has these charts and he's pointing and he's like, there are men and women standing there. He's like, so you can see. Some t- some women have the rabbit's vagina, and it's a drawing of a vagina. Some women have the bear vagina, the picture of a larger vagina. And he's like, so he just equated sex to like, you're the bear, you have a bear's oh. dick, and like just so it was this very weird kind of childish look at sex, and it's just, and then they show these people fucking in like on the grass, like he's showing them how to have sex and it's all these oddly shaped middle-aged people. It's just, you're just like, but you can't turn away. No, you can't. Oh God, no. Was, did you have HBO growing up or was that a free weekend? Uh, oh no, that no, was, no, they never popped. That's that always free staying over at friends' houses and pretending to be asleep until they fall asleep. And then me scumbagging <laughs> down to watch HBO. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um, God, where was I going? So yeah, we, what were we talking about? Oh yeah. Adult breastfeeding. Oh yeah, I was, and then I went to the placenta, placenta because yeah. I also there was a place in Manhattan that was, you know, every, these places are trying to, trying to stay in business, and their thing was we have breast milk cheese. Eh. I mean, it's the same. Did, have you heard about the the people who make the the baby poop oh. cheese or the baby poop? Baby poop items it's, to get you the um. It's for the yeah probiotics. Probiotics and. and baby's poop which comes from the breast milk so it's like i guess why cut why throw in the middleman you know just go straight to the shit oh go straight to the milk i mean all right again gross like that's it it's just we know shit tastes let me tell you a story (laughs) (laughs) when i was growing up uh uh no it's it's not like a reoccurring thing so it's not when i was (laughs) often my 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 uh my allowance didn't get an allowance. Um, I another story. I think I've told the story before about being in a bathtub. But I was in the tub, uh-huh. and my brother. I was really young, and my brother Jesse was, and he swears this is a fever dream from me. Yeah, no way. <laughs> I love you. Look to see if he's behind you. I'm looking to see if I'm looking around lately. <laughs> Robert naked over here. Uh, so. Uh, I'm in the bathtub and he's, I, th- I feel like it's, it's October because remember um, those little boxes, they probably still have them. They're little boxes of milk duds. The fun size milk yeah. duds. Oh, are yeah, they have like four or five box, milk duds in them. Always three milk duds. Maybe, maybe you get a four or five. I don't know. So milk duds. Mm-hmm. Probably around Halloween or he just, I don't know. Nobody buys a normal size box of milk duds, do they? It's too much. Maybe I mean, at the movies. Maybe at the movies. But, uh, I think Milk Dud's been iced out of movies. I haven't seen a box of Milk Duds at the movies in a while. Have you? I don't know. I guess I don't. I don't get popcorn or candy at the movies. So no, no popcorn. I gotta do popcorn. I Ashley and I have the same problem. If we get it, we're gonna eat the whole bag and then sick. just feel like shit. Very sick. Popcorn I do. It really it. messes with my stomach, does, but I yeah. won't stop eating it. I can't either. Um. So he's begun to line milk duds up on the side of the tub, and like a golem, I slide <laughs> yeah. up and grab a milk dud, pop it in my mouth, you know, and I keep going back for more. He three card monted you. <laughs> he sure did. So I grab a, a, what I think is a dud. And <laughs> oh, it is a dud. 
see where this is going oh oh, good timing yeah it was a fucking milk dudded rolled up piece of shit and i popped it in my mouth and as soon as i bit down what we were talking about guess what probiotics gross it was gross well to be fair it wasn't a baby's poop it was (laughs) jesse and i i love the behind the scenes yeah that sucks you fucking ate poop but that meant jesse pooped into his hand (laughs) i know i hope and then Got rid of enough of it to make a perfectly like milk duddy exactly. sized bowl. Like there's so much weirder shit going on that you were you were suckered into it. Well, they say, and also I. So it's such. Did you a do tra- like a just a little? It's such a traumatic moment that I also remember. So our bodies are equipped enough that when you're putting poison <laughs> into when you're putting poison into your system. Even before I got it into my system, I remember doing this. It's going in, and I don't know if it was a smell thing or what it was, but it didn't fully go into my mouth, and that's not me copying to like, it didn't really go in. I ate shit. (laughs) But I remember doing this as it went in. Your fingers like... My lips cupped my teeth, so I didn't go teeth down on it. I remember both of my lips squishing it. Oh, because they, somehow was, that's way worse. It was than... a guard. It was horrible. And I had a fit upon fits. Like oh, I've I, had, you should, I've had, uh, tantrums, temper tantrums. That's what they're mm-hmm. called. But mine, I can remember two of them. This was one where on the, uh, uh, exorcist level bananas as i yeah. think about them now you're like my son's possessed yeah like my i don't know if it was my, any other time you'd have been locked away yeah i don't know how my parents there was one where my parents had promised that i could go see oh, yes. dick I was tracy ask about this. yes <laughs> they promised i could go see dick tracy in the movie theater with my brother uh-huh. and he was going but like to like an eight o'clock showing mm-hmm. and dick tracy came out what year you think that came out 1990 <laughs> yeah 1992 it was so i was like i was like eight years old let's put it around there right around eight years old and he was going to an eight o'clock showing and so finally last minute my parents decided no that's too late late for you to go to and your brother's uh, 14 uh travis is 10 years older so he's 18 though oh okay um so they decided no it's too late it's uh, it's Dick Tracy, whatever. It's a, yeah. it's too late. That's it's a it. cartoon movie. Who cares? I lost my fucking It's the best because mind. it's over Dick Tracy. It exactly. seems like, in, why would you throw a fit? But you don't understand. They had to, my dad had to get on top of me and put his knees on my arms. <laughs> and I had like become so red and fiercely screaming that they had to put cold water onto my face to like oh cool God. me down. <laughs> I was losing my mind, and of course, you know it's a it's a it's embarrassing now that I was that uh-huh. little Lord Hansleroy. Oh God! Like yeah. just a little piece of shit. I don't get to go to a movie till tomorrow. You know, God. but then. There's justifiable fits. Yes, yes. That would be eating the dud. E- eating the dud. <laughs> on the core the of the capital tub. D. So I just remember having a nightmare or like just going crazy and my mother like trying to calm me down and like questioning if I need to go to a hospital. Holy shit. <laughs> Good God. I mean, I did the same thing. Like I threw a fuck like just to the point where it was like 
You're out of your fucking mind. It was because like uh, Ghostbusters Two was sold out, and I, I was promised. <laughs> I was promised a new Ghostbusters, and I wanted to see it today. Nope, didn't happen. Mm, this wasn't something your parents imposed on you. This was just the world saying no. No, this. No, that was Home Alone. I freaked out when I couldn't see Home Alone. That was sold out. I just my aunt was going to take me to Ghostbusters too, and my I, aunt took me. To, I, Robin took me to Ghostbusters. I think too. that just was too late or something, and I was. Oh, well, I can understand that. All yeah. of, we like movies. Yes. We're passionate. Oh, wrong with I, being a little passionate. I did go like full tilt crazy scumbag on my uncle once. And like he he's just a it's very... always horrible when you do it to outside the immediate family. And I was being an asshole because if it was my mother or my father, that would not have gone. It wouldn't have flown. A new fucking way. <laughs> yeah. Not a fucking chance, but so it was like Sunday night. It was too late. So my par- I wanted to watch Little Shop of Horrors, and it was on TV. It's too late. You can't stay up. We'll tape it. So I was like, all right, all right, all right. Go to bed. You know, one of those days where you go to bed, you fall asleep immediately because you just want it to be tomorrow. Right. Of course. So excited. Wake up early, go to school, and that's all I thought about for fucking 12 hours. Oh, God, don't tell was me. Was fucking... To, uh-huh. Little Shop of Horrors. Mm-hmm. And for whatever reason, neither one of my parents were home that day after school. So my uncle came over to like babysit us until they could come home. So I like ran home to watch this. Like just blew. He was like, hi, how are you? And just like basically ran past him. Like, get the fuck out of my way. Get the fuck out of my way. I want to watch Little Shop of Horrors with Rick Moranis. Put the tape in. Oh, no. Uh, snow. The ch- <laughs> eject comes out and play <laughs> just seething. My uncle's like, "What's what's the problem?" I was like, "It's not working." He's like, "All right, yeah, I didn't tape." <laughs> and just went ape shit. And he doesn't have so because he's he doesn't have kids, so he's yeah. like. Trying to be, he's trying to rationalize it, like he's talking to another adult or someone with sense. He's yeah, like, right. Oh, you just, I mean, it doesn't work. The tape, it didn't. I was like, why? What do you mean? And he's like, it didn't. The, the VCR didn't work. It's fucked up. And in my head, I was mad. And if it was my parents, they'd be like, tough shit. Shut the yeah, fuck up. Yeah. Go to your room. And then I'd be mad, but I have to be mad in silence. He like him trying to rationalize it with me just made me more insane. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it just pushed me further into madness because I was like I was mad and I was mad at him because it didn't work and it's not real and he just kept trying to rationalize it and I wasn't having it. Oh yeah. Yeah, we go we go banana cuckoo. So, for terrible movies. Oh, well that's the best. It was uh did we tell maybe Dick Tracy was like I don't know. I was maybe it was the advertising. Like, I remember the, thinking like that was the second coming of Jesus Christ. As it was highly as I was big, just me. freaking the fuck out. The toys came out before the movie. A lot of the a ton I mean, it, of merchandise. It was like McDonald's. Totally like the cups, the kids meals. Like it was. We were inundated with Dick Tracy. And wh- and but like where where did that and it was like they did a fucking number 
because mm-hmm. why our generation had no reason to give a shit about Dick Tracy. It was, but it was the first comic book movie after Batman. It was right after Batman. Yeah. So I think stylistically they really oh, copped yeah, yeah, yeah. from Batman. Like, uh, did Danny Elfman do the yeah. soundtrack for it? He, yeah. So it, it really it looks and feels yeah. like Tim Burton's Batman. It looks cool. It it in like rewatching it as an adult. It's a fun movie. It's a good. Mm. Al Pacino Comic got an Academy Award for it. Oh shit! Did you for, know that? No way. For, for Bugs Me, Bugsy or whatever his name, P- Big Big Boy, P- Peanutsy, Pistachio Man. Yeah, that is. But no, that was like there's no it got reason hyped. But there's no reason, even if it was a comic book movie. It was six year old men us. and six year old tricked children. us. Yeah, because they said, yeah, like Batman, it's a comic book movie without making sure that all comic strips of Dick Tracy were not shown the light of day until the movie came out. Because oh, yeah, if we looked yeah. at the strip, we'd go, well, I don't want to watch this. What the shit. fuck is this? Where's Garfield? Where's Calvin and Hobbes? I don't want to read this boring shit. And if you do look at Dick Tracy, the my favorite part of Dick Tracy is the crazy villains. Oh, yeah. They're kooky. They have crazy names, and they look fucked and up. All, prune um, face. They're all amazing Hollywood actors. Yeah. Well, just in general. In Playing the, these kooky villains. If you look at the strip, Little face, one of those face. villains shows up every 90 strips for yeah. one panel. I remember getting a Dick Tracy collection of comics because I thought Flat Top was awesome. I did. Of who didn't? Fucking weirdest. Like Flat Top died in the comic book. He, His son came back and was like a hobo. Like it's just <laughs> like the weird. It's like so timely. It's, it's an so, adult soap opera, isn't it? Isn't yeah. it more for adults? Yeah, it's for like yeah grown people. I mean, not that kids couldn't have been enjoyed it and probably did back then because they were on a different elevation of understanding and. And patience and tolerance for yeah. reading a strip. Yeah. Like when the paper came out, like mm-hmm. I remember I had TV and yeah. CDs and things, not the internet yet, but I had things to distract me. Yeah. And I still loved getting the Sunday paper and reading mm-hmm. the comics. Oh, yeah. So I can imagine somebody in 1942, while the Blitz is going on, like, a, that's a child their only, excited for that's the their Dick cheers. Tracy comic. Their cheers is the- <laughs> Yeah. Um. Dick Tracy, uh, oh yeah, and it just really got promoted, and I guess it did look cool stylistically. It did really well. Uh-huh. It won Academy Awards, and then I think it, but like it didn't make any money. I know. I think it made think a about. shitload of money. I thought it, it made like a shitload of money. Warren Beatty's like dream but, project, but which it, makes sense because he would have read Dick Tracy as a kid. So that's yeah, his because Batman. he was born in 1908. <laughs> uh, I'm not kidding. He is old as fuck. He's right? Yeah, way older than we think. Yeah. Because if you think about it, like, he was in... When did Bonnie and Clyde come out? 1941? <laughs> yeah, right after they died. <laughs> yeah. It was the early 60s, because Gene yeah. Wilder's in it, and he's super young. Watch it. He looks... Gene Hackman's in it, crazy young. He, uh... But yet... He looks 40 years old in They that. do look young. Yeah, he looks the exact same age. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't mind. I mean, he was in his, like, 40s when he dated Madonna. And that was in the fucking 1990, 80s. right? Or no, that was the 80s. Apparently, he's a, a hound, cream hound. That's what I heard. <laughs> when he pulls his dick through out, the grapevine. <laughs> yeah. Were you talking to Madonna? <laughs> hey, Donna. We should get Madonna Remember on that the relationship f- you had on the phone, like we did Greg Stone. Yeah, well, maybe, maybe. Well, Greg doesn't know her, but maybe Anthony does. Oh, DeVito does. Um, oh, okay. I was getting there. Oh, gross foods. All right, yeah. you can be part of this culture, mm-hmm. but it's you cannot get offended when somebody says that's gross. No. 
Because that's just taste. It's and, your own personal and, taste. And that's personal taste. I guess that's... Some, I think that somebody sucking breast milk out of a grown woman's bosom is gross, but... That doesn't mean you have to get in that person's face while they're no. suckling and say, that's gross. Oh. But if they unsuckle and grab the teeth... Spit and, it into my face. And put it towards you and say, you want some, you go, no, I think that's gross. End yeah. of story. Placenta pate? No, I, that's gross. I won't say it, but if you offer me a, a no, crostini, <laughs> I will say Toast that's points gross. with placenta? Ugh. Uh, and uh, if I could have, and Jesse was a normal brother and handed me a piece of shit and said, this is a piece of shit, I would have said, no, that's gross. <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. But he duped me. And they say... Ooh, I bet you were full schmeagle with that, like the, the chocolate, <laughs> oh, so you're yeah. just like... <laughs> <laughs> exactly. They're getting, like, nice, he just and, they're saw getting nice and wet from the... the unbridled cold. joy on your face, and he's like, I cannot abide, abide by this. Yeah. I know that. I have brothers. I've, I've been mean to them just because they're having too much fun my for precious. my precious. <laughs> I'll give you a precious. <laughs> it's uh, like, open wide. <laughs> um... And but uh, uh, I gotta tell you about Jesse though they they did some more reporting because for whatever mm-hmm. reason true crime is hot right now so yeah. John Bonet is back in the news All right. and apparently what's coming to light is that the the big theory is and has been but now it's really being touted is that the son Burke Ramsey mm-hmm. killed John Bonet on accident or. Well, right. he maybe he meant to hurt her on purpose, but he didn't but he mean to kill her. her. Yeah, he accidentally hit her with, or he hit her with a flashlight. Yeah, accidentally killed her, and then they covered it up. And that's insane, though. Why would you do that? Cover it up. Just I, call the fucking ambulance. Like he didn't do it on purpose. Like it, if it's an accident, it's an he's accident. a little it kid. It sucks. Yeah. He's not going away. What's, what's worse for him? It being a they're like it was a a a man in a ski mask like. He's got to process that. If he did, in fact, accidentally kill her and you let him off the hook by saying it was a, a man who climbed in the window. But also that's finishing the job by more. putting a garrote around her neck and yes. strangling and beat like that's See, So that's, that's where yeah. the theory falls flat for me. I agree. Unless they're completely How sadistic. you there's no like I, I, I'm not a parent, but I can't. OK, you've. You have two kids, and one of your kids accidentally kills the other one. Like mm-hmm. you, ac- you push Jesse down the stairs because you were fighting, break his neck. Exactly, and that's not Are murder. Leland and Karen gonna fucking put a fucking noose around his neck right. and be like, "No, it was the Boston Strangler snuck yes. in and killed that's, our son." That's the thing. That's where. Uh, and the thing is, like, do you remember that gingery kid? There was a while on TV where they were like. Kid murderers being tried as adults. And there was one kid who was like this gingery little. He was young. Like problem child? He was like, he looked like problem child. He really did. I'll put him on the blog. And he murdered someone. He didn't hit his sister with a flashlight. He went out to kill. He found a person and killed them. Like a He was a kid. No, he killed another kid. But he put his hands around the throat and choked. or, Or in some sense, like it was... Murder. Murder, yeah. Like, it's different if you push your brother down the stairs and kill him. Then you killed somebody. You didn't murder them. Yeah. So there's no reason to cover it up. That's why my theory, and I'll, I'll put a pin in it and get back to Milk Dud Frywald. Uh, Are you going to strangle your brother? Is that what you're saying? No, That's a long... no, 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 no. I'm just saying uh, people need to look out in his area for him. <laughs> uh, no. Um, uh, what was I going to say? Oh, uh, that... Uh, the theory that he killed her isn't right. What I think is, is that 
the mother was complicit in the murder mm-hmm. or uh, was complicit in the cover-up, but not the yeah. murder. I think the father was fucked up and did some fucked up shit with the kid. And it came down to uh, if she talks, I could get in trouble. I'm going to go to jail. So I'm going to kill her. And then I'm going to tell my wife that here's what happened. Someone climbed da, 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 da. Not, not even that. Like, I made a mistake. Like, some somehow, like, he made her feel that she had to go along with covering it up mm-hmm. before. And I heard this from somewhere. But it was before she knew the severity I think it could have been something as small as like, look, I accidentally did this and I killed John Bonet. She's like, oh my god. He's like, but you got it. We got to stick together as a family, or maybe even blamed it on the kid. And then she was like, okay. And then they found the body, and she's like, she's what? They're like, yeah, somebody put a garrote around her neck and almost decapitated her and did this and this. And she went, well, fuck, I'm already in. Ugh. But th- wasn't there like a thirteen-page? It was a th- like, like note a left three or behind. four page note that was like oh, it's like thirteen hundred words is what it was or something. It's the and, longest and, note ever or left by a and it's in her handwriting We're and it was written to. after close to yeah and it was written in the house mm-hmm. so because it's, it's like, on his stationery so with if, a pen they yeah got. if it was a ransom note why would they come and then. Why wouldn't they come prepared with a ransom note? And it says dumb shit like straight out of verbatim from Speed, the movie Speed. Oh. Like put the money in an attache case. Right. And it's super long and it's like – because didn't – Complex. And old, asked, didn't old man Ramsey work for like Lockheed Martin or something? Uh, they were in Boulder, but he started his own like techni- technologies firm. He's worth a billion dollars. And the ransom note asked for $118,000. Oh, because that was the exact amount Price of money of he bonus. got of the Christmas bonus, right? I don't, so I don't know the insides. But what I do know is that what's come to light is that Burke Ramsey was uh, like a fecal filiac. Oh. He liked to play with his own shit. And, Guilty. And people say that as far as child development goes... More so than, like, kids who, like, hit other kids and, like, kids that play with their excretion uh-huh. have some serious uh, development mental issues. And Jess apparently is- the day they found John Bonet in when they searched her room, uh, Burke Ramsey had left a, like, grapefruit-sized shitball that he'd been collecting and put in her bed. Ugh. Like, you know, like. Sure, in like gum, making like yeah, a big gum a little ball. gum ball of poop. <laughs> I don't know. Jesus. I don't know. That thing is I heard that. from the the whole that whole story is too bizarre, and it's amazing because you have the doofy cops. It's like that, like walk in and like bumble everything up because it's Christmas. So uh-huh. all the actual cops are like, "I'm not going to do shit." Didn't they Send all the embrace her body? Like when they brought it up, he didn't he carry it upstairs? And like hug it, and then the mom hugged it. So yeah, there's yeah. no the forensics. But yeah. here's where you could just go. This is not 1920. This yeah. is, I guess it was 90s, right? This mm-hmm. is right after OJ or right before, right before OJ. I don't. It doesn't matter. It was in the 90s yeah. when forensic evidence exists and you know of yeah. it, and crime scenes you know to block it off. Uh, they, a police officer, went to the dad, Benet Ramsey. Whatever his John Ramsey, I think it was John Ramsey. Yeah, no, that's her. Doesn't matter. The dad, they just said, uh, maybe take another look around the house, see what you can find. Oh yeah, they made him do it. You, 
he's the one who found her body in the basement. Like, in what cop says, cellar. you look around your house and not go with him? Maybe if you go with him one and, like... One from a fucking sitcom. Was it Barney let's, Fife? Let's look around. He says, hey, this coffee's terrible. Whoa! <laughs> he does his Don Knotts face so, when the body comes up. So, I don't know. Uh, legitimately, I don't know. I don't know the facts. It's it's fishy. I'll tell you, it's fishy. It's 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 insane when the idea of a guy climbing in the window and doing that is more plausible than anything. I because you'd be like, "There's no way," but the more you hear, it, you're more like, I'm... "Otherwise, it's just fucking madness." I'll reiterate something else I heard. So this isn't some. This is somebody else's hypothesis we can or put many spooky Halloween sounds many people. So yeah, in yeah. season uh, October. Uh, uh, Ramsey, the father, they said, what about that broken window? He said, oh, I broke that a couple or a year ago and I just didn't fix. I broke that a year ago when I forgot my keys. Um, so I had to get into the house mm-hmm. and then I decided not to fix it. Cause I often forget my keys and I go in and out. Um, he's a billionaire, mm-hmm. a billionaire, a billionaire. Yeah. He has, they have multiple, they had like two planes. Yeah. He left yeah. a window open to get into his house? Yeah. Like a fucking scumbag? What is he? Like yeah. me? Who is he, me? Climbing in his own window? Like, you don't have another set of keys? Why are you even locking the door? Right. I don't know. So that, that the window broker yeah. window seemed funny to me. Little goofy. A little fishy. All right. I'll, I'll put some carpenter behind that. Yeah. What do I got? Uh, oh, I was speaking since we, it's our once an episode discussion about forensic files. <laughs> I was watching an episode and I felt bad, but if you have gold teeth, you're guilty. And this guy wasn't guilty. He was like the victim, like the boyfriend of a victim. Was it an actual forensic mm-hmm. files? And the guy was talking and he just had like those gnarly gold teeth. And I was like, he did it. And he wasn't even implicated. <laughs> and but at the end, were they like it was him? No, he had nothing to do with it. He oh, was so just he did the something. spouse. But I was like, if you got gold teeth, all of them, top, bottom, gold, you just look at Mar- you, Harry. You're guilty. It looked like you look guilty. Because uh, I was like, you did it. And he had nothing to do with the crime. But I was like, I don't know. He's got gold teeth. I don't think. Yeah. Well, just like you said, like I, one of my favorite parts of watching like forensic shows is that moment they put the picture of the person on and going, did it, mm-hmm. did, did it. it, seen enough, know it, did it. Exactly. And I'm, and you're almost always right. Yeah. And they can never, and you learn to piece it together. Like when they're having an interview with someone, they'll be like shoulder up and you mm-hmm. go, yeah, that's one, that's that one like color. Smock. It's either orange or white or green or blue. You just go, mm, you're in prison. You did it. That those oh I those crack me up. I shouldn't crack me up, but like <laughs> when the guy's guilty and he's on there still going like I didn't do it. I didn't do it. It's like why do you even like you're not going to get exonerated for doing a forensic file. It was just like mm. I saw something. You know because they try to throw you the curveball. It's like oh this guy's talking about the crime. He must be you know innocent. And it's like I don't know. He was guilty the whole time. I saw. I was watching something last night. What show was it? Was it FBI Files? No, it might have been a Forensic Files. This was fucked up. This guy... So there's this murder. This um, husband and wife were murdered, and Mm -hmm. their two daughters were missing, never to be found. Yeah. 
and they were charging all these people and they couldn't quite pin it on anybody and they're like maybe the daughters did it and left, left and him. we've never heard of them. and so the case went cold and then finally a guy already in prison for murder confessed to killing the two and then taking the two girls to like Kansas and killing mm-hmm. them both and like gave some details and they're like those details kind of fit and they these girls are in a mine they found the mine but they couldn't find the bodies but the investigation took like another two years and the guy was like I just did it because they gave, offered me free smokes if I if I cop to it so he had nothing to do with it oh, so he was he, in the episode it's like I did it and he was like yeah, I mean for cigarettes after they're like but we couldn't find the bodies like well yeah but I I was making it all up but you guys gave me extra food and smokes. Who is the? Is that the Green River Killer? The one that has professed to having killed over two hundred people? I think so. But they they think most of them are just him making it up, adding shit it's like for yeah. fucking cigarettes. Why I not? Guess. Like you're in pretty. I mean, he's like, I'm in jail for the rest of my fucking life. I need something to do. Make up a story. Well, yeah, I killed him. Who? Who? What? At, at, at like, I mean, when you do something, if you if so. He, all right, let's see. If I'm going to prison for a long time for, mm-hmm. let's say, fraud, yeah. they're going to throw 15 years at me for uh-huh. for embezzlement and mail fraud. Do like f- do, do that many months and on good behavior, you're out probably. 15 years. No, I know. Yeah, yeah. So instead of that, and by the way, I'm not making it 15 years in prison. No. Not a chance. 15 days, unless... I'm out of Gen Pop. That's a bist term. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm out of Gen we've, Pop. We've we've watched Oz, uh, and I and I they they put me in solitary or Max. Uh, they oh, put me like in you're the in a super Max where you're just by yourself. Just me. Yeah. So that means if I'm going away for 15 years, I better do something real bad. Right. Yeah. You and get like life. I want to be on death row. Yeah. By myself. Right. Because that doesn't sound so bad. No, the death row maybe just a life sent. Yeah, I don't know. If I'm going away for life, might as well go death row. How long a time do you get when you're on death row? You still get like 18 years, don't you? Well, if you file for acquittals and stuff, and it can we, go and, up. and I think, but if you're on a, let's see, uh, I let, believe if okay. you're on a death uh, death sentence case, you go on a rampage. You, you uh, the acquittals are mandatory. Oh, you have to uh, appeals are mandatory. Yeah. Right, that's what I meant. Appeals. I've yeah. Watched enough law and order. <laughs> Acquittals. <laughs> I got. It. I got acquitted. <laughs> that's why I wouldn't make it fifteen days. Because I don't the fuck I'm talking about. I filed my acquittal. You're not acquittal. Oh, no, I'm getting the dud <laughs> treatment. Here, can you give me a second? I have to run to the bathroom. Yeah, sure. And if I should I stop uh, for a second? Are you gonna you gonna ramble? <laughs> you would carry it. Yeah. No well, what do you think? There's All no right. reason to carry it. I'll be right back. All right. Now that how, I iced how was the momentum. Your, how, how was your acquittal? I I uh, I was gonna say I whittled, but that doesn't make sense. I whittled the dick in the woods. So if I go on a rampage and get death row, I can't just be like, oh, yeah, that's what I want to do, and just go, and not put up, and you know, not. You can't just go straight to death row and just go like, oh, I'm, oh, I'm no, here no, no, until no. I'm whenever you're ready. You, I keep hearing cases of guys that say. No, I'm ready. I want to be killed. Yeah. I, I, I guess I've heard it both ways. People that are like, it doesn't matter. You still have to go on appeals. And then I've heard guys that have waived their right to appeals. It's that still, just want to get it over yeah, with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that went okay. But still, even when they do that, they're like, all right, we'll kill you in five years. Because that's how that uh, system I guess works. They're like, you need to suffer in prison. 
I don't know if it's a suffering thing. It's all like a bureaucratic thing. The prison system's privatized, baby. Oh, you got to get their money out of you. Yeah. Cost, what's that stat those guys like to, them like to put out there? <laughs> don't you always hear the, like, cost more to put someone to death than it does to put keep them, them in prison for life? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> put them through college. <laughs> <laughs> These days... You can either you can either put prices. you to death, or we're gonna put you, send you to NYU. <laughs> uh, how do we get on that? Um, mm. Yeah, if you're going, if I'm going away to prison to penitentiary with a for capital fi- P, with a capital P, not just juvie. <laughs> I wish they <laughs> sent me to juvie. Ooh, you'll have a harder time in juvie. Those kids are hard. Oh God, that would be that would. I, I don't know. I, I sounds think, like a Will Ferrell movie I that think, is yet to be made. I think, yeah, exactly. Gets, that really clerical does. error. Will Ferrell gets sent to juvie. That's fucking. See, that's a great idea. Trademark. Trademarked. That's a great. So we got idea Will Ferrell. Me. He's going to juvie. Yep. Clerical error. I don't know any young actors. Uh, Tay Diggs. Uh, Zach Efron and Tay Diggs are already there. Tough. They're the the guards at Juvie. The asshole, like, they're the asshole, like, frat boy guards. Yeah. Like, they're, like, yeah, they're, like, the conservative guards. Is this this a time period movie? Is this, like, 50s Juvie? And it's, like, Cool Hand Luke, and they're, like, these hard-ass... Because, Will I would say, let's make it a time period piece. Let's go 80s. Oh, yeah, definitely, because then you can get, Sex like, boys. the 80s. Yeah, no, that's what I'm thinking, like, 80s Ernest goes to gangs. Camp. Yeah. Yeah. Butterfly uh, knives. So. Yo-yos so, with saw blades on them. Feral. Mohawks. Feral yeah. goes on a. It is. Mm, he does fraud. He's like a I was going to say criminal. he does fraud, but but I saw a movie recently where. Oh, with Kevin Hart? No, I didn't see that. I didn't either, but it's. Get getting, Hard or something? close to Meg it. Meg saw it. But I saw one he made with Marky Mark. Is this the dad one? Step. I just saw a poster for it. I, I saw it, and I love Will Ferrell. Like him and Adam Sandler, like they can make shit as they've done, I'll say. Right, yeah. And I still pay to go see their next movie uh-huh. or pay to rent Did it or whatever. Did you see the one where fucking he plays it, where Adam Sandler plays his sister? Jill, Jack and Jill in yeah. the theater. Woo! It was tough. But it had its moments. Had its moments. But literally, it's interesting that Jack and Jill because uh, you saw the movie. Um, uh, what was the one Judd Apatow made with him? Apatow. Oh, Funny People. Funny People. Yeah. And Adam Sandler plays basically He's Adam so, Sandler, yeah. and then all the parody movies he makes are like, "I'm a baby now." Yeah, my best friend robot. Or but whatever, then yeah. he legitimately made, made those Jack and Jill. After the so it's like, oh shit! Out. All yeah. right, so that's that's not too far off. I'd, I'd make that movie for the amount of money that guy gets. But he's I got would. so much. No, no, you wouldn't. He doesn't need Not to make allowed. that movie. He doesn't need to make that you movie. You and I need to make that movie. Tomorrow. For No free. more stealing <laughs> bread from work for us. <laughs> Steal from craft services. Yeah. <laughs> they'll, they'll ask you for your rider. What would you like? Um, bread. Crockpot stew. <laughs> stale bread. They're like, who are we working with here? Street urchins? <laughs> they're, they're freaking us out. Um... A bowl of cherries and some sweet cream. <laughs> oh, it has to be left in the sun. Some sun to sweet creams. Uh, so Will Ferrell in the 1920s. Uh, yeah, well, 20s for sure. Oh, I said 80s. You said 80s. I can, We're we going can 20s? 20s though. All right, we'll go 20s. So it's a newsies aspect to it. Those kids were even fucking tougher than the 80s kids. 
a newsie, like a real newsie. Yeah, oh yeah. Fuck, I'd rather I'd rather go to man prison now than kid than, prison. Than then have to. That's why to, it's that time. to have to share a boarding house with newsies. They like that the the movie newsies or the yeah. play. I feel inaccurate. Oh, extremely so. If you read something like Luke Santee, like uh, oh, yeah. Low Life. Low Life, for sure. Or what life was actually like in the Lower East Side at that time. Or the book The Alienist, which is oh, one of the best books of all time for anyone who's a reader. Anyone who likes Halloween and scary stories and... Presidents, not yet to history. be president. Yeah, The Alienist, if you haven't seen it, it's fucking amazing. Verno just sent me a, a picture of... Of tab, mm, uh, the drink, free. the sugary free drink tab, uh, in a really cool like kind of Back to the Future two looking glass. <laughs> Remember that like Back to the Future two, the upside down Pepsi. Yeah, always wanted one of those. Of course, we love the sequel. Well, we're didn't we about? have a long conversation? We'll go pin it. We'll go right back on how Coke really shit the bed by not getting a hold of the Back to the Future. Yeah. You know they went to Coke before they went to Pepsi, right? Yeah. Who else did... Name one other movie that Pepsi got a hold of. Days of Thunder, Mountain Dew. That's true. I guess no, that... but that had Mellow Yellow in it as well. Really? Uh-huh. Rivals? Yeah, it was... Tom the... Cruise was the Mountain Dew driver, right? Yeah. Who was Mellow Yellow? I don't remember, but I remember the... I got the... You got the Matchbox cards from Hardee's in their kids' movie. <laughs> yeah. And it was all the variations of the cars from the movie. Who else did Pepsi get? But they, think about 80s. Like, Pepsi's cool. They had Michael, Michael Jackson. Yeah, the Pepsi was cool. I always... Coke was for old fogies. I liked Pepsi. Maybe, that's, I'm, a, maybe I'm a product of that, because my grandparents always... But when my parent, grandparents were older, and they only had Pepsi in their fridge. Really? My grandparents had Coke. Only Pepsi. And Pepsi it was, is sweeter, let's be honest. Uh, maybe. I guess I, I don't drink soda anymore so i don't know we talk i, I can eat. i can get like half of a can and that's like i could drink soda my mother milk. used to have to hide Same soda here. because we would drink it so fast i would drink it so much and that's the reason i can't drink it now by the way oh, i yeah. would drink it so much that you would get some kind of like um a film isn't the right word but it would do something to your teeth almost like it would like dry out the enamel do you know what i'm talking about where you could actually like feel your teeth go like yeah you're like too much too much too much sugar attaching better quit for today so i cannot yeah i can't have soda either and that's not a bad thing i mean we have two 12 packs of random sodas in our refrigerator from when we order takeout food oh yeah right exactly and i was one day i was like you know what i could go for a coke yeah it's it's in, it's it's up there. It's tough. So then you think about people. My dad worked for Pepsi. Oh yeah, he was speaking of Pepsi sponsored. They yeah. sponsored the Van Heels. Oh, back like legit like like you see in an old movie like Pepsi driver like they had to wear bright baby blue <laughs> fucking pants and then blue and white striped short sleeved button up shirt with a giant Pepsi patch on the back. I I can picture it because I know where the Pepsi plant was next to the gas yeah. station on I-95, right? Yeah. Um, Which is goofy because they all like, and Coke had their own uniform, but it was very similar. It's very like old timey. Yeah, yeah. Nothing. Coke drivers are slobs. Did you guys get experimental flavors first? 
No, we would just get like my dad would buy cases of soda that was going to expire. Like he, they made him pay they on made the can. Oh, like, he get a pallet. Like you were talking about drinking too much soda. Like <laughs> we would do that. So he would get like a pallet of diet root beer <laughs> oh, no. for like a dime. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> so we would. He just got it because we drank so much. He's like, if they're going to drink it. I'm getting the cheap shit. There's no no regular, no there, regular Pepsi in the there house. Was no, there was no health reason for that. Like these guys, I don't want them to have so much sugar. Pretty much. And he, you know, oh, it's, but, it's so the he 80s, was concerned 90s. about that. It was, it was for himself. He was like, I'm not drinking this. I got to watch my weight. And he's like, and my scumbaggy kids can't be hopped up on sugar. My mother would, my, she got smart. She bought the. I. I will. I. 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 Uh, I put it. I pose it to to name a worse soda than what she would buy, which was diet, comma caffeine free, Dr Pepper. Is that in like it's? They're always in the off color, like the gold can, white with gold <laughs> piping. <Yeah. laughs> diet yeah. caffeine free, Dr Pepper. And uh, I you drank might as them. Well just eat and aspirin. I drank them. Like, and I drank them. Oh, same here. And they were. They burned going down because she would refuse to cool, oh, cool them. She hid them in with the winter coats <laughs> <laughs> until she got wise. Then they ended up under her mattress next to my dad's German books. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, but soda, soda, I don't, I don't crave the soda anymore. I know people that do. People at my work drink it like crazy. We had the little, like, I, and it, it because of all the advertising uh-huh. my whole life, yeah. even it still even looks enticing to me. But I know after like a gulp, it's like, it just feel sick. But yeah. we have the little glass bottles. Mm, yeah. So they'll crack one of those and go, that looked really good. But nope. That was my life for like two years is I would get my, I said I didn't have mm-hmm. allowance. I don't think it was allowance, but I would steal 35 cents from my dad's <laughs> change dish. <laughs> Walk downtown. This was my day. Walk downtown and the pawn shop. There was a pawn shop called mm-hmm. the Lemon Tree downtown. Oh, yeah. And you walk in there by the 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 burly men mm-hmm. that, you know, we're talking death row. No, yeah. we'd walk by the <laughs> tough looking guys who probably just looked tough because we were so young. But yeah. they're probably tough. Probably. Walk yeah. by the case full of guns and knives. And then two guitars always hanging up that uh-huh. my buddy yeah. Adam would like ask them to bring down. And they're like, okay. do you have more than 35 cents today? <laughs> and no. then we would buy, they had an old soda machine that was, oh. again, this is going back to like, like what, what, what era are you from? In yeah. 1930s. Yeah, right. Because we would walk well, a glass bottle all of summer, Coke. we'd walk down and it wasn't Coke. It was like, you could buy a glass bottle of Mellow Yellow, Sunkissed. Sunkissed a Pepsi. Maybe it was. Maybe maybe your old man Sunkissed, was stocking yeah. the glass bottles. I don't know where they got glass bottles. I know, was going to say. I don't know where they would have gotten. But we would buy. Th- it was thirty five cents because you buy it for thirty five cents, mm-hmm. and then you give them the bottle, and they give you the dime back. So uh, I guess twenty five cents every day. Bathtub brew. <laughs> yeah. Giving the bottle back, he's making the bag in the lemon tree. But every and you just sit and look around at the same garbage mm-hmm. every day. Sometimes a guitar would be changed, and then maybe one of those. Those weird shaped Nintendo games that was from somewhere else, and you're like, I wonder what that game's all about. <laughs> yeah, it's just a little cartridge with tongs on it. 
Oh yeah. And uh, I think eventually you get up the nerve to like ask about the glass case. Like, can I see those brass knuckles? Like, can I see some yeah. of the knives? Are you from the 1930s? <laughs> yeah. So how much for your brass knuckle? <laughs> um, Going back to our Will Ferrell movie. Oh, that's you're one of the scumbag so kids with brass knuckles. Will Ferrell has to go to Juvie, but I guess Juvie, uh, like a detention set, a home for boys. It's like Annie. But Danny. Danny. (laughs) Danny with Will Ferrell has to go with these street urchins. They're tough as nails, but he has to turn them. We were getting into it because there's that great book by Luke Santee, Low Life, and Mm -hmm. it's about New York City. And one of the things I didn't realize until I read that book, he talks that each section is about a different aspect of living in Manhattan as it became Manhattan as we know it now. So there's one about gambling. There's one about brothels. There's a chapter about tenement buildings. And then there's a whole chapter about the children of the city. And he framed it in a way that I was like, fuck, I never thought about that. Us looking back on it, we filter it through the prism of of us growing up and having a quote-unquote childhood. Like that concept didn't exist until like, the fucking 40s labor laws so the, even basically after that because the first labor laws were you don't have to work you can't work more than 12 hours yeah he yeah it wasn't until the after the end of the industrial revolution like so when you were old enough like your parents just threw you out because they couldn't afford to feed you right it's like oh you're 12 you can go get a job see ya if you don't then you just go figure it out yeah because he would talk about there were saloons for children. Oh, yeah. And it's only for kids. And if you went in as an adult, they'd club you over the head. They may kill you, but they're definitely taking whatever's in your pocket. Oh, definitely. But then ki- that's why kids ganged up. Yeah. And then they would just roll people like you and me. Oh, Rube, Ruby R- Rubes. Roll the Rubes. Oh, God. We're the Ferals. That is like... I obviously again with the time traveling thing. I could. I belong only to this time. Yeah, I. But I would like to float above it. Yes, and visualize how, because I don't think as much and as much as we saw. You were talking was was the last episode a few episodes. You were talking about that podcast, the dollop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we went to me, you, and Ash. Mm-hmm. AVG. AVG. We went to a uh, burn. <laughs> we went to a. Um, the live dollop. We went to a live dollop, and they yeah. talked about New York's sanitation system. Oh, yeah. Oof. And you're hearing it, and you, uh, I'll put a link to it. You can listen to it. It's, it's hilarious. But again, I, it's all these dollops, and especially in New York, you hear it, and you just... You can't I visualize know it. You can't visualize it, which means it's worse than you can even, even imagine. I mean, I think they talk about it. I'd read it before. Like, literally, horses would fall into holes in the street... And they would die. So there's yeah. a pit with a dead horse in it, and everyone's like, "Man, fuck it, mm-hmm. it'll rot away." You know why? Because they only have enough, f- like because people were starving. Mm-hmm. So it was like an actual science of expelling your energy. Mm-hmm. I don't have the f- amount of money for the food it takes to, to give lift me enough horse energy to get a horse out of a hole. Staying in that and it's probably hole. been in that hole too long for me to eat it. That was life. <laughs> Stinks. That's what I think about. Like, I listened to, I think I heard it or I read about it. Um, boy, I can't think of the name of the book by G.E. It was a book on World War I. Uh, to End All? Doesn't matter. Or I listen, Dan Carlin has a mm-hmm. fucking amazing podcast called, um, 
Well, he's got a podcast called Hardcore History, and he did a series. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is, we'll call this baby free promo. Yeah. <laughs> You're welcome, Dan. <laughs> uh, but he deserves it because he did a series called um, Countdown to Armageddon on World War One. It's amazing. It's absolutely amazing. And talking about like just things you light can't and comprehend. things you can't comprehend. Yeah. You can't comprehend like No Man's Land and trench warfare. And he was talking about how uh, I think it was the Battle of the Somme. I think I it was the Somme the or gas Verdun. Masks, the peon, I think is where we're headed. <laughs> oh. No, it was uh, the water. They built the trenches, but they didn't. Uh, oh, yeah. This is before they decided to build um, uh, aqueducts, not the right word. Oh, just like drainage. Drainage, right? yeah. They couldn't drain it, so it ended up being like a rainy, the rainier than the normal season. So these trenches and these uh, artillery pits. holes filled up. So soldiers would go up because they would go through no man's ma- land at night to attack the other soldiers because you were sitting ducks during the uh-huh. day. And he talked about stories is soldiers would just fall into holes full of water and drown and drown. Ugh. And again, it just feels sick thinking mm-hmm. about it. Like just that muddy. And he said it was like the way the water was because of all the chemicals and the just, gas yeah, and it stuff. It was poison water. It, it would just kill you instantly. Was, uh, that's fucking unimaginable. <sighs> I, claim, I complain about my internet not working. Well, that's, I mean, come on. That's Get unimaginable. It right. That is unimaginable. You, didn't you hear what I was saying the other day about my electric bill? <laughs> <laughs> World War One. Only 15 cents but, less? But what, what, what is the mentality, what's the mentality of... All right, somebody goes. So we go to war with Germany. Mm-hmm. Yeah. At the time, the war was, what was the actual justification of the war? I think it was strictly World War One. Was Germany? It's is trying to dominate. Yeah. That's the reason to go to war. That's that's the initial reason it was for World the War Two. Po- world two. power. It was the. Biggest. It was a, exactly. They couldn't. They were over about to overshadow Britain, France, and the U.S. They Definitely were, the U.S. because we were not not really anything. Right. So we they're breaking all these agreements, and they're they're yeah. going for world domination. World War Two. I mean the the people that were anywhere, the people that were actually decided to be aware knew about the, mm-hmm. the everybody knew about what they were doing to Jews. Uh, maybe not extermination yet, but they knew that they were expelling them. They knew it was not, not okay. above the board. Exactly. So there's that justification. But the first one is just Germany wants to take over the world. We don't know if what, why is that bad. <laughs> I get it's it. Not bad. It is bad. It is, but yeah. it's not that. Let's say it's not. Well, you got to think it was the proxy thing. They were, they were expanding too much. They were taking over Africa. <laughs> don't like isolate. Were, don't isolate that. What? <laughs> What's bad with Germany taking over the world? What? We're talking about the king of Prussia. Like, we're talking about I know, like, that's what the I Kaiser. Know. There's nothing wrong with the old Kaiser. But, uh, yeah, the proximity they're taking over, like, I get it. But where I'm getting at mm-hmm. is that happens today. Is there's nothing, uh, that's what I'm looking for. There's yeah. nothing racially charged or anything. It's just power hungry yeah. scumbag. Expansion. Looking to take over other power hungry it's a, scumbags was, that didn't get it their first expansion. It was about to surpass the British Empire. Right. And they would not abide. So, so they do put you a sign up for that? nugget in his mouth. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Kaiser ate an old dud himself. <laughs> that's what happened to his gimp arm. Do you sign up for that war? For World War One. No, for World War Three, under the pretenses of World War One, now today. Oh, do I? No, no. But why did they do it then? Nothing to do. It was different. It was there, like it, 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 
the like that brave warrior, that warrior mentality was still such a like powerful draw to people. Like we like they less stuff. You had less stuff, so it's kind of like that machismo was more important. Like you being brave, you being a soldier was far more important than anything else. Like going to war and possibly most likely dying in war is far better. It's far more honorable than staying home. But that's all right. So yeah, obviously, yeah, that didn't sound right. So when Germany is overtaking your homeland, you're going to fight. And then when, as an American, you see that Germany's taking over somebody's homeland, it's mm-hmm. unjust. You go to fight. Yeah. But it lasted four years, five years. 19, I think maybe five all set told. To 1917 it ends, mm-hmm. right? 1914 to 1917? Yeah. 16, 17. Let's yeah, say whatever. four years. In those four years, the numbers surpass like all other wars combined in mm-hmm. history, modern yeah. history. Yeah. There's people intelligent enough to go, wait a minute, that's that rich guy fighting over that, and they're sending mm-hmm. us over the same stretch well, of re- three miles continuously, yeah. right. continually. And they were all related, all of the fucking people in Georgia yeah, and Europe were cousins. Yeah, Settled that shit over Thanksgiving dinner. That's what I mean. But people kept enlisting and kept going over the wall. Why? Honor. Dummy. We don't, but that's the thing. We, like, we have the the third eye, like the hindsight. Of now, course. To be like it's not worth it. Never was like, we know now that millions of people died for a bunch of rich scumbags. It's no different. It's always been the same. It's way. happening now, right? Yeah. Boom. Pull it. Hot topic. Oh, hot button. Bringing it. Topic. Uh, oil. That's all I'm yeah. going to say. Oil. Oil Trump's life. <laughs> That's, I think I've been hearing that lately. <laughs> oh, did I? What that We were talking about. Uh, third-party candidates. We got off track. The mm-hmm. reason, one, I think you need to do research. You don't need to do anything, and you won't. <laughs> uh, you do research and decide who you're going to vote for. Uh, and in all good conscience, if uh, Jill Stein and what was his name? Gary Anderson? Gary, Gary Johnson. Gary Johnson are more towards your platform, you should vote for them regardless. Yes, of course. Because I do believe if you put Trump or Hillary in the office, one is pretty much no better than the second yeah. one. Especially because there's all this shit with DNC, and my vote didn't even count in the primary. And it's since come out that the DNC fucking, fucking rigged the election. Why would you give a shit? If you're a Democrat and you're saying it's important that we have a Democrat again, like uh-huh. they're blatantly they're bad too. messed with the system. In your face, specifically in my face, I got yeah. a letter that said, uh, "Your vote, didn't vote fucked up." Ugh, yeah. that sucks. So I'm not. I don't need to vote for her. I don't give a shit. Mine's thrown, in, mine thrown in the fucking garbage. Is that because that's where you voted in front of the dumpster? <laughs> <laughs> Just threw it in. No, it's like don't let anybody tell you like, oh, well, you vote for Gary Johnson. That's a vote, that's for, a vote Trump. for Trump. Fuck I don't. You. Buy that's that also shit. a vote for Hillary Clinton. It's the same. You can't use that. It's yeah. flawed logic. And it's just logic for fucking losers. Like, just admitted, like, and I don't mean, like, what a loser. I mean, just, that's just, uh... Why do you give a shit what I vote for? Who who I vote for? (laughs) That's, exactly. And, uh, that loser is not the logic, um, what's the word? Like, beaten. Like, you're, like, a beaten soul. Yeah. Just fucking do what you're... Uh Uh-oh. Speaking of beaten souls. Hear that? Do what you want. Do what, do what's good for you. 
Vote and for, what's good for us is a vote for vote us. Vote for the rent's too damn high guy. Exactly. Uh, is that a guy? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're running for mayor, right? Yeah. Speaking of mayor, I'm the mayor of the folders out. Speaking of time travel. What do we call this, baby? Hot Rod God folder? Is that Hot Rod right? God folders out because I think it's been a while. It has been a while. Stained. Thank you. I was going to say, give me some space here to insert that song. <laughs> so, I don't know. Uh, should we close it out? Maybe Henning's, you know, doing his thing in the woods. We uh, owe him a rap. Wait, that's for sure. We owe him a rap, and maybe he'll be back in time when I uh, put this baby out that uh, – uh, I'm putting I'm right not, now. I'm splaying cards. Not even out. looking at three it card no. Monty. Uh, maybe he can send us a segment. Maybe he'll listen, uh, and uh, uh, we'll have a segment. Oh, hello, Hans and Casey. We're probably just talking about the strip malls of South Dakota, so this will have absolutely no Carl segue. But here is your Carl segment for this week, with me, H. Bu- Henning. Welcome. This is going to get real thick, so feel free to fast forward 10 minutes and listen to some Shadowrun. When I'm out hiking in Oregon, as I was last week, bearing witness to the natural beauty around me, I like to think about what it would take to simulate this on a computer. Could I one day make my own version of nature and walk around in it? Am I already walking around in someone else's simulated version? Dom, are you there? Let me start with just a tiny piece of nature, a grain of sand. If I wanted to accurately simulate a grain of sand to the level of complexity we know of in our reality, I cannot just write a code that says, here is a class of thing called sand grain. In the simulation, the grain would not behave accurately. It wouldn't behave at all. It wouldn't do a thing but just sit there existing. What if I wanted to break apart the sand grain into smaller pieces, or watch it float on the wind, or glint in the sunlight? What if I wanted to cook a pile of sand grains into glass? These are things we can do in our reality that my simulated sand grain just could not do. We need rules like gravity, friction, and reflection in order for the grain to do or look like anything. As Carl says, if you want to bake an apple pie or a grain of sand from scratch, you must first invent the universe. So let's try that. We can't have the rules of our universe apply to the whole sand grain as a piece, because what if you were to slice that piece in half? We need a lower level of reality to simulate. If you kept slicing it in half, you would eventually get down to the molecules of silicon dioxide, then the atoms, silicon and oxygen, and then further into the realm of quarks, leptons, and bosons. This is the lowest level of reality we know, and we call it the standard model of particle physics. The standard model proposes 17 basic units with three important attributes and four basic rules that they use to play with each other. You can look at it as a game played with 17 different game pieces and four rules. The pieces are things like quarks, electrons, and photons, which have attributes like mass, charge, and spin. And the rules are the fundamental forces of nature, gravity, electromagnetism, which you've heard of, and strong and weak nuclear forces, which you may not have. The rules describe what happens when pieces get close enough to each other to interact. For example, pieces with greater than zero mass attributes attract each other according to the rule of gravity, and pieces with the same charge attributes repel each other according to the rule of electromagnetism. 
if I wanted to simulate an accurate grain of sand, this is where I would have to start. 17 pieces with three attributes each and four rules to govern their behavior. Now, let's say I wanted to calculate the behavior of one piece one time. There would be three attribute values to plug into four equations, and for simplicity's sake, I know this is embarrassingly bad, let's say that that means my computer would have to do three times four or twelve operations to get the answer. Let's then say that the computer has to do that calculation 100 times per second to present a smooth enough frame rate to the player of the game. 100 times 12, or 1200 operations per second. That's not so bad. Scientists predict a single supercomputer will be able to do a quintillion operations per second, or an exaflop, by 2018. So let's use that. A quintillion operations divided by 1200 means the computer could simulate about 10 to the 15th fundamental particles, which sounds like a lot. But how many of these pieces would we need to make up a single grain of sand? Well, a grain of sand contains about 10 to the 20th atoms of, let's say, silicon, with an atomic weight of 28 times 3 for nucleons plus 10 electrons, not counting antiparticles, which means, let's say, 100 fundamental pieces per, per atom on average. 10 to the 20th times 100 equals 10 to the 22nd, 22 minus 15 equals 7, so 10 to the 7th computers to simulate a grain of sand. That's 10 million theoretical supercomputers to simulate a single grain of sand to the level of complexity we need in order to match our current understanding of reality. And for each of the 7.5 quintillion grains of sand here on Earth, there are maybe 10 stars out there in the universe, each perhaps with their own Earth, each perhaps with their own beaches full of sand, and far from those beaches, just maybe, a dusty water town full of hooligans in thrift stores. The math I did here is so dirty, and the simplifications I made are so bad, but I still hope you can have some idea of the magnitude of the problem in simulating reality from a baser reality. Not that it couldn't be done, I just think it's more likely we are mistaken right now. We are making assumptions about other universes when we don't yet understand our own. In conclusion, suck it, Musk. That's a segment. We've each drawn a card, and Casey, you want to start us off? A card, do I need to do a prefaces? We're in the folder of our old sketch ideas, seeing why they didn't work, seeing if they could work. And we're gonna Ooh, we're gonna we go, go over them, baby. This, I'm tr- I'm. It's kind of coming back to me. I'm gonna. It's called Broom Handle Samurai. <laughs> <laughs> Sitcom set up about a crazy neighbor. Broom. I will. Ne- it will never. <laughs> it will never escape me. That uh, that's your writing. That is my writing. Uh, it and and the one I have is my writing. Uh. It will never escape me at how vague these cards are. I, it's coming back to me. Like I know what that's in reference to. The broom handle samurai is us making fun of some kid across the street from us who was a broom handle samurai. Right. He would stand in the front yard. It's not improv ponytail, is no, it? No, no, it was another guy. It, he would stand in his front yard. He had a backyard, by the way. He could have done this in his backyard, 
But he chose to do it in the front yard to show off. Oh, for everybody. he was showing, showing. His, he would did do he have moves. His samurai positions, his samurai practice. This is on with, Harriet with Avenue, the broom handle. Yeah, he was yeah. directly across the street from us. Now, is that enough to facilitate an entire sitcom? How many no. seasons do we get? <laughs> okay. How many seasons and what a, network? Oh, uh, I want just straight up broom handle samurai. It could have I mean, worked <laughs> in the eighties. Super right. formulaic, like. He's always, I mean, fucking Belushi got a fucking how much mileage out of his samurai? I don't think that character's funny, by the way. I'll stand by yeah, it. I'm, I, I'm not going to excoriate op, you for that Optometrist one. samurai. There's okay. some that, I, uh, and, and it's fair. It's, I'm not judging, but even though that was a judgment. Uh, all the early, the initial run of Saturday Night Live, the original cast, the first few years, anything they did is not Everything they amazing. did was not gold no, or amazing, no, no. but there's a good shit because in there, of what there's some amazing shit. But because of what they did, uh, even the the bad shit, because they were pioneers, it's okay. You let that mm. slide. But that doesn't mean you have to say like all Belushi's characters were great. That was not very good. No, you and I have talked about it, and it's like you, the, you're. It seems it seems to me everyone's favorite SNL is the, from when they were a kid. Yeah, I heard that said before. When you are a certain age, that's your favorite SNL. Like we had like the Wayne's World era, the Adam Sandler era, two uh, and like Chris Farley, like that's when you're a child and you're watching it, and that's when it's honestly the most funny. It's weird cuz I'm cross between two worlds because that was when it was the most funny for me. That was uh mm-hmm. like 6th grade through middle school were those yeah, guys. Yeah. But then later on in high school was that, that Will Ferrell era. Yeah, yeah. Now, I don't necessarily think that's... Definitely don't think that's the best cast, but I think he's the best cast member that Saturday Night Live's ever had. He's up there. He's up. That's, that's tough. That's a bold statement. And I've even, like... Because I have to separate him. Because I think on one of the... SNL I think one of the funny all around? On SNL. Because that's hard. Because yes. I think one of the funniest people on SNL uh, is a long shot, but... One, he, I think he's one of the funniest people of our, not our generation, mm-hmm. but uh, contemporary, is Norm MacDonald. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he might still be up there as one of the funniest people that's ever on SNL, but mm-hmm. as far as people on or off, uh-huh. Norm MacDonald. Yeah. Will Ferrell's up there, too. Um, Dan Aykroyd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, then that's, but then there's people that can't go back and watch old SNL. Yeah, yeah. And get anything out of it. Like those first couple years that, are amazing. I can't. But, I as a kid, I like when they replay SNL. Like I was like, yeah, because you think I was like, yes, it's the SNLs that I remember. Those Dana Carvey ones before anybody else shows up. That's tough. Are terrible. You mean the Lovitz era? Yeah, just before like that Carvey, Car- Dana Carvey, John Lovitz era. I. Pretty Can't tough. Head wound Harry is really funny. Um, you know Head wound Harry? It's kind of ringing bells. It's kind of Butman, Butman bubbling. It's about a bit. To the it's a bit Butmany. It's just now that I think of it, it's it's so dumb. It's just Head wound Harry is a guy that shows up to a party with a gaping head wound. So it's like his brain is sticking out of his okay, head, yeah, and yeah. people do weird things. Drop cherries like, in it. Yeah, exactly. Like they accidentally like spill wine, and he's like, "Oh, I'm okay." And then he lays down, and then a dog comes over and grabs like the flap of skin that's hanging off and starts pulling. And he's like, "Oh, uh, no. that's our fucking broom handle samurai show." How many times can you play that gag out? Well, I think they only did that once. 
Broomhandle Samurai is no stranger than fro- Unfrozen Caveman Lawyer. No, 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 no. And that, and even now, I'm going to even go with our comedy generation. Yeah. You can just go off. A, you and I could walk into mm-hmm. an. That's probably not true. Anybody listening mm-hmm. that's actually had to walk into a pitch meeting with Adult Swim, it's probably different. In my mind, I feel like we could walk in with just the title and get a 15-minute show on Adult Swim and say, it's called Brumhandle Samurai. What happens? Travels back to the 1920s, and he has to fight vegetables with a broom handle. He's a samurai. Sounds, the vegetables are racist. <laughs> Sounds like an adult, samurai. That's a shit on an Adult Swimmer. It's programming. No, it's but. awesome. I'm just saying, like the irony of the way it sounds. Yeah, yeah. could sell it. Yeah, if you you don't give him a name, he's just the broom handle samurai. Axe cop. Yeah. No. Yeah. Axe cop was a, that whoever I don't know the story behind it, but was really well done in the sense that it was well conceived that the brother heard the his bro. little yeah. kid or his little brother saying the shit and went. That's pretty crazy. No, I'm what was it? A web, a web comic or something? It, it was. was uh, it was a, like on YouTube. It was his YouTube channel. That's right. Yeah, his yeah. brother would write comics, and he was like, "This too it's crazy." It's his little brother. And he would somewhat animate, animate it. Yeah, and, and it was just total crazy and then little voices. kid, like yeah. guns a, for arms. a T Rex with guns for arms, and mm-hmm. like, yeah, it was. It's funny in that. That shit's the most fun to write. All right, I got in my card. Broom handle samurai. You satisfied? Broom handle samurai. Uh, yeah. Can I, we revive it? I don't think it was a sketch. Panic? I think it's just it's just a fun memory to think back on, like seeing somebody so confident in what they're doing, and it's just it's like what are you fucking doing with your life? That guy never said that about himself. He says that about us. Oh, he says he's Look like, what those. are you doing improv outside? What are you doing with your life? Hey, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, Look at those! Look at those fools drinking port jug port wine on there <laughs> with coke. Anyways, no. If yeah. he if he fell yeah. through a time portal, he would survive. Oh, real ninja takes it. Mm-hmm. Real ninja takes it. <laughs> That's. I, there was a kid oh, I went to. Real ninja takes it. There was a kid I went to. Title of the episode. I always wanted an go. episode yeah. called "A Real Ninja Takes It." Broomhandle Samurai colon A Real Ninja, ninja Takes It. <laughs> uh, Secret of the Ooze. Um, <laughs> How, how do I? There was a kid, and it, there was a kid in grade school. Uh, I call him RG, RG Mitty. RG. What was it? <laughs> Doesn't matter. Uh, there was a kid who uh, would get made fun of, and for whatever reason, I walked into a. The made fun of part doesn't really matter, but let's just say there were two fringy kids. Kids on the fringe. Is he hot, of, hot Ernie? One the the culprit was a hot Ernie. <laughs> he was on the fringe because let's just say maybe he was on the spectrum yeah. again. Gotcha. All right. Maybe he's just eccentric. He's definitely eccentric. Definitely eccentric. Definitely yes. eccentric. That goes without saying. And I'll and I can say that because this kid, like when he finally realized he could turn it around and put it on me, could zing the shit out of me, um, deservedly so. Anyways, I walk into the bathroom and I see a hot Ernie. <laughs> Kicking him in the shins repeatedly, hard. I mean, like, sweat on his brow. From the effort like, he's putting in. Have you ever seen, like, uh, like, I'm thinking it might be in, like, a blood sport or something, where, like, he, like, as part of ninja training, they do something, something, like, yeah. painful, like, where they make you, like, punch a brick yeah. until you slowly see, like, the skin split and blood come on, like, the knuckles, but you still see, like, the effort. Uh-huh. 
is like really hard. This kid was punching. This hot Ernie was punching Fringy <laughs> on like a punching, a kicking so hard in the shins, and then there was a stop. Ah. Like as far as him to say, like you could, he was wearing shorts. You could see like it Ooh. purpling up, and finally the kid like stopped as if to say like Kumite, like do you, Sensei, do you give yeah. in? And he just goes continue. <laughs> A real ninja takes it. And <laughs> hot, hot Ernie did. He just kept kicking him in the shins, and I'll just never forget it. And of course, instead of um, intervening and you know helping, mm-hmm. we just went, well, we'll make a fun of you for that. A real ninja does take I'm it. going to speak of that in 20 years <laughs> on a podcast. 20 a years. real ninja oh, my, 33, takes it. 20 years. 25 years Holy later shit. or something like that. All right. A real ninja takes it to his grave. A apparently. real ninja's one foot closer to the grave, <laughs> I guess. Oh boy, I have my card, and it's as cryptic as, as Broom, ever. Broom handle samurai. It says Highlander. Wait, would you say that's an accent on the E, or is that just fudge? Is that uh, milk dud? <laughs> it looks it looks like an accent. I don't think it is. Why, it's not jingle. Jingle. So it says guess. Highlander Jingle Writers. And then underneath it in a different colored pen. One and a half? Or is that just, just half? half? Just says it's just written a fraction. Yeah, that is half. as cryptic as <laughs> Well, the Highlander is, is song is rad. The Highlander song is one of the all time greatest songs, television theme songs of all Queen. time. Queen. Sings um, it. I am immortal. I have inside me blood of kings. And at that this period of our life, we listened to it and used it an awful lot. We would, I think, because it was in our brain. Because I think it was it was our roommate Tyler. Mm-hmm. I think for his birthday, we bought him the first season of Highlander on DVD. On DVD, because we all grew up together, and we remembered he really liked the show. Yep. So we all sat down to just throw it on and watch it. It ended up being so amazingly bad that it became like a, fun. Our hobby. We yeah. would like sort of like mystery science theater episodes of Highlander because they were so. I wish I could. I wish and I, bad. Was it the pilot episode that was just the ultimate? Unfortunately, that's where we started because mm-hmm. I think they maybe got even a little. Usually, that's how shows work. They yeah. tend to get better than the pilot, obviously. You so hope, the pilot so. was so bad and so much fun to watch and make fun of. And I don't think, I think they, unfortunately, I've never thought like, oh, this show's kind of getting okay. This show's getting it's good. That's easy not to make fair. fun of. Yeah. No, it really got way better. So we couldn't make fun of it because yeah, it was just, just like. And then we just stopped watching. Then we did stop. But we <laughs> were so in the trenches of Highlander, we even. We trolled this guy on the fucking Highlander oh, forum. Oh, wow. Because we were being dickheads and goofy and posting stuff, and he got snarky with us. Don't get snarky with so two nerds on a forum. Two, we turned it on and like made up this persona like where your dad was the set designer <laughs> for Highlander oh, and boy. just like would just... We gang stock. We just trolled this guy on the forum to the point where he, we got booted. Yeah, we got booted. Probably still not allowed. Probably not. Who knows our IP address? It's like that time I uh, I lit my cigarette on that Buddhist flame. I'm still <laughs> cursed. Oh god. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> you know what I'm referring to? Yeah. Oh boy. Won't even get in that desecration. 
Um, Highlander um, Jingle Riders. Half. So I were we. I assume because we had this weird because we grew up in the fucking eighties watching bad television. Like we love bad commercial jingles. Like the idea of like. So I think possibly it's just us as bad jingle writers. There can be only one. Like we duel. I feel like there's a duel involved. Could be. We're. I mean, we're retooling it now. Yeah. Twenty years later. People write jingles anymore? I don't think so. Remember we went to that party and it was like, we're like, wow, this is a really nice loft with like the only ones who had the roof access of this like, oh, I think okay. this old building and we're like, why? It was two twin brothers mm-hmm. and we're like, why do these two? And they were like, this is when we were younger, but they were like 21. Why yeah. do these 21 year old kids before realizing loft. that New yeah. York scumbags in Manhattan get yeah. trust funds? And they were like, somebody like nudged us and went, yeah, their uncle wrote plop, plop, fizz, fizz. Oh, yeah. Right? We're like, that's how much money that guy made that his fucking nephews, nephews. are flush? Let's be honest. He probably just didn't have children of his own. Plop, plop, fizz, fizz guy. Because he's too busy on Madison Avenue. Yeah, fucking working his ass off. But if you think about... What's that? Ten Pin Alley or whatever? Tin Pin? Tin Pan Alley. Tin Pan Alley with fucking Neil Diamond. Neil Diamond. It's <laughs> come back. The Jewish Elvis. The J.E. JV. That is the best part about the last waltz, rewatching it, yeah. hearing the behind the scenes about him being a scumbag to fucking Bob Dylan after his set. He's like, try following that. And he's like, I'm fucking Bob Dylan. Okay. I did hear something scummy about Bob Dylan, though. I know no more. He, Bob Dylan needs to make himself some business cards because he doesn't have any bedside manner. <laughs> some guy, some fucking. Some guy went to, and there's, wasn't there a great documentary about Bob Dylan where, when he went to school in Minneapolis, and then everybody's like, Bob Dylan stole yeah. all my vinyl. It's that Scorsese documentary, <laughs> well, No yeah. Direction Home, yeah. yeah. And of course, now it's better. They're just like, now I have a story about Bob Dylan stealing Yeah, he my came shit. back to Minneapolis in between the West Coast and New York and just took this guy's old blues records. He's just working on his shit, yeah. Um, anyways, an electrician shows up at this nice house. This is my buddy Tom, who used to come into Trailer mm-hmm. Park. Mm-hmm. His buddies and, and Tom works in that industry as well. I don't know if it's Con Ed. It might be. But his buddy does the te- telephones, I think. Mm-hmm. Ma Bell. Going to oh, take yeah. us a couple days to repair. <laughs> Deep reference. Um, and he showed up to this house. Nice house. Fix mm-hmm. the phone. Who answers the door? Bob Dylan. I say Bobby house. Probably nice, nice apartment. The Bobby D. And... As Tom tells me, like, this guy's not starstruck and this and that, mm-hmm. but t- our buddy Tom is huge into music, so I'm assuming his friend is as well, and he just had to stop and said, wow, this is this is crazy. I just want to tell you, Mr. Dillon, I'm, I wouldn't do this to anybody else, but I am just such a huge fan of your catalog and your music, and it's an honor to work for you, and Bob Dylan just goes, you don't know me. Turns I, around. I don't know you. <laughs> I like your music, though, fuckface. <laughs> but why not? It takes just as much... No, your name's Ernest Zimmerman. I don't know you. <laughs> like, Doesn't it take just as much effort to say thank you? Thanks? It takes less effort to say thanks. Yeah, it's thanks. less, less thanks. syllables. Keep listening. <laughs> like, what, like, <laughs> oh, that's all you have to do is say keep listening. And somebody say, you, you know how many Bob Dylan listen. albums he would buy after that? He'd buy them Two all over each. again. Two yeah. of each. Remasters. Who? Why? Like, I don't understand. Like Again, secondhand story, but I have no reason to believe Tom would say different. I guess. It's just like, if you are that famous, it's like people, any person you meet wants something from you. 
It's like they did a, a, a film shoot at my Oh, work. did I say he also stole some stuff out of his dresser? Oh, perfect. There you go. <laughs> That's what he gets. So did Bob Dylan could sense that he was he had his fucking pair of dirty panties in his pocket. Greasy union mitts. Ugh. But uh, <laughs> they were filming an HBO show at uh, Rye, where I work. Oh, yeah. And uh, James Franco was the director of the episode, so he was there. A couple of guys from, like... Like character actors, like the actor that played Richie April Sr. from Sopranos was very super nice. But but it's like James Franco wasn't a scumbag until he stole my fucking seat. But that's beside the point. He's I, just like, Caliphate. he's kind of weird. Like, but you have to think about it. Like, he's famous. He's handsome. Like, everyone he meets wants something from him, whether it's like, read my screenplay or kiss me on the lips or, you know what, like... He's always just someone needs something from him at all times. I assume it's probably the same with Bob Dylan, but Bob Dylan's been famous since what? He was 20? And it's now been a long 100? time. <laughs> now he's... He's an old vampire? He uh, he has good days and bad days vocally, I would say. But it would, did anybody listen? I've heard that before. Like, he's got a bad voice. Well, you don't listen to Bob Dylan for his voice, do you? No. Unless you just... Because I think he has a unique voice, and I think yeah. it works with his writing, but I listen to it because he's a good writer. Yeah. And a good composer, actually. It's, a, it's, it's the same reason package. you listen to fucking Frank Sinatra or Michael Buble. They sound good. Right. It all fits. You don't listen to Frank Sinatra because he's a songwriter, because he doesn't know how to write. Right. He's, uh, I heard some kind of crazy song by him like about like keeping your man happy. Or else he's going to step out on you. Gross. That's like the most Frank Sinatra-y thing in the world. I'll find it. I Suck played it for... my dick or I'm leaving this place. No, it's, no honestly, there's like a, a whole like uh, verse on like... Keep your man. Keep Ugh. in mind I got a hot secretary. If you want me what? to come home, you put on makeup. Holy <laughs> shit. Not as well composed since we were talking about, yeah. you know... Structure and composition, not well as well composed as what I just did. Henning does raps. We're going to write really offensive, sexist Frank Sinatra songs. <laughs> hey, baby, you're getting old. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I think I was going to say we're going to look at some pictures of... So Highlander Jingle Writers, it's half done. I'm thinking that's what the half is. And now, it's like uh, that ghoulie... Uh, Nick Nolte? No. Nick, Nick Cage... Nolte. We're going to have to look at a dollar bill and hunt down the other half of yeah, that. Yeah, on the other half of this poorly conceived sketch. We have to find the other folder in the... John Wilkes Booth sketch collection? <laughs> John, have you heard uh, uh, that they say that part of John Wilkes Booth's diary is missing? There's ripped pages. That's true. Oh, yeah, that crazy guy that cut his balls off that shot him? Uh, what's his name? Ooh, he has a great name too. He's got guy. like a like a hot Ernie sounding name, he, and he was a hot Ernie. He's, they said he had black eyes. Oh, what's his like, name? Like Shoot, fucking the oh, Jinx. I haven't seen that documentary. Did you see you, it? You you will love it, man. You I should know watch it's it. up my like, alley, but it's not. That's your free. joy. It's that's your joy work. All right, I will. Maybe I'll. It's like five parts. It's fucking awesome. I heard it's amazing, and it doesn't. And it's not spoiled for me that I heard that he says some crazy shit towards the end of it. No, watch it because you'll see how it plays out, and it plays. I know out the story of him, yeah, but I'd, I'd love to see like more intimate because they interview him directly, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Um, what was I talking about? Oh, John Wilkes Booth. So it is true that there are ripped pages from his diary missing, 
or because he strikes me as a guy who would rewrite his own diary exactly egomaniac and he knew someone i'm going to be important someday he's it's the same reason why i never kept a diary because i did that myself ripped out pages like i third eyed the entries instead of just like writing it to get it out i would be like this sounds uh, stupid. Get rid of it. Like, oh, I, yeah, like yeah. I was writing for someone to read my diary sure, someday, sure. You which should only is create for yourself. Gross. Um, but some, you know, so his, I'm a history. I'm a Wilksy Boothie. You know what? I love, I, again, if I could only not be in history or go back because I would <laughs> literally, remember how I talked about uh, mm-hmm. a while back about getting whiskey spit in my eye? Yeah. I feel like the moment I would step foot in, uh, a before time, yeah. Black death <laughs> One because that's how I talk. Cholera. I would just get a, a musket ball to the temple. Yeah, it doesn't matter what way. era it is. You're still getting a yeah. stray musket ball. Um, but you know how History Channel is so. Um, what's the word? Uh, so reputable for their history shows. <laughs> okay. <Yeah. laughs> right. Uh, I saw a history show. They're like John Wilkes Booth's missing pages of his diary are down in the lost subway tunnels of Manhattan. In the new Manhattan tube station? <laughs> hidden away in a secret train that the Confederate... Why the it fuck? Should be in, they... It should be in um, personofmeritcomics.com. It should be in the Civil Four. I... Like, it, it said it was, it was actually procured by, like, a Vanderbilt who had his own private uh, rail uh, subway uh-huh. uh, train. And then that was sealed off when they... What could some... possibly be? Let's, let's armchair... Time traveler, this like what the fuck is in that diary that is so fucking important? Oh, uh, if it was the location, a of map him, to where he really exists. He's down in South America with Hitler in Texas. <laughs> we saw. Uh, uh, what else could be on those pages? Who was in? Who was actually involved? The Confederacy. Uh, well, th- we know that he said that that they he was doing it for the Confederacy. Oh, but you mean like the government? He said, but like that he was actually like in a sleeper cell, like to commit this crime specifically on a mission from Jefferson Davis and the yeah. higher ups in the Confederate. They didn't have their shit together enough for fucking sleeper cells. Um, there's that, and then there's more implication that it's actually an inside job on the northern side. Oh. Uh, let's see, what else could it be? That he wasn't John. Was it a cabal of Richie Riches trying to get rid of him, like they tried to do FDR? Sure, why not? Ooh. He was he was putting he was uh, stepping on habeas corpus, printing his own greenbacks. He I, ran afoul of the Rothschilds in the banking system. Do you think the way that we think of Lincoln today, or is he that he's portrayed, is legitimate? Or was he just another scumbag politician that just happened to be right place, right time, happened to do the proclamation, right place, right time, happened to get assassinated, right place, right time, well, so now he's... There's no mistaking the fact that he was a very good politician, which right. probably makes him kind of squirrely in the like right. honest Abe department. That's where I get lost. Like, But that's because I don't have any faith. Like, I think everybody's duplicitous. So, but like, he's also... In, like crazy intellect like he's That's, so yeah intelligent and you can see that from his writing the way he writes those mm-hmm. speeches he wrote all those like so you know he is so much like it'd be interesting to see him in action because he's so smart and also self-taught which gives you 
insight into his intellect. Even as a kid, without books, he sought out books. Right. He had this drive to gain knowledge. And he got, like, he patented some kind of uh, motion system for steamships. Do you know that? He's he's the only president to have his own patent. So he's, like, super, so, but he's also fucking dirt shack poor. Right. So for him to get so powerful, but also to be that smart, he had, like, you know he was a fucking cutthroat. But I'm going to say that. Because these rich people look down on him so much, but he's so much smarter than all of them. But he also married into their, it was uh, the caste system, essentially, not like India or anything, but he did marry into uh, a family with money, so he could run for office. That he could get to that. So I think... I think there's some snivel in there that we don't give him any, d- and he pulled I mean, shit. He's a fucking human being. Of course, he's like kind of a like we all have bad days. He's he, he's he, no different. Yeah, he's not a saint. Like he fucking hung all those Native Americans. That's true. He and, did hang all the Indian chiefs. And then then you say, well, like, there you'll ha- hear historians. Well, again, like, armchair historians say, well, yeah. well, everybody would have hung in Native Americans back then. That's not true. You have writings from yeah. many prominent people that are like we the way we're treating this, them this is, is terrible horrifying. yeah so ooh just took a serious turn for lincoln ooh, i know we're didn't i hey i still cry every time i watch the fucking lincoln movie so i like what with the spielberg movie yeah i went to that movie gets me raging drunk and you were talking about uh, not taping that movie, mm-hmm. uh, Little Shop of Horrors. I went in there. I'd been ex- we've been talking about the Lincoln movie oh, yeah, yeah. since they started like conceiving it. Yeah, I went in there. They had a problem with the projector. Oh, and they could only start the movie and 20, were, and 25 you, minutes in, and, you were and all I was up. a bottle of Jamesoned up. Yeah, no. so I was furious. They're like, "Here's the options. God, you can either with him you can speed. either have yeah, your I money back be. and leave." Or you can sit and watch it from 20 minutes in. And it was the last showing of the night. So I was like, I need to see the movie, but I don't want to pay for it 20 minutes in. So I kept shouting, like, just start it from the beginning. We can't do that, sir. So I was pulling a a, a, a recent tantrum. You were to put some water on my Went face. back to <laughs> Jesus Christ. You never learn. Once a freak, always a freak. All right. Always. I was going to say, so our buddy Johnny sent us some images of the Watertown Mall. Oh, I know you're all excited state. about, but maybe we'll get him on the horn to talk about that, since I think we're definitely hitting our, hitting our ceiling. Hitting yeah, we should mark. definitely get him on the horn. I will. <laughs> it's all that we were all the bash in Lincoln. It's against our constitution. Like, we know better. Um... What was the name of that fucking guy that shot Booth? Uh, <laughs> he cut his own dick off, though. I know. Or was it his balls? I can't was remember. Was his name Preston? Uh, it was something like... He changed his name, as I recall, his, to something else. Like, And the reason he cut off his balls was, was a Christian for a Christian reason. He, he, he felt that his... His dirty thoughts. L- lucretious thoughts. Is that a word? It is now. <laughs> his lucretious... <Lucretiously>. Lean- <laughs> Lucretius is an. He strikes me as an adult breastfeeder guy. (laughs) Oh yeah, no, no. Well, only because it's not sexual. It's like restorative. Mm. Yeah, I guess restorative. Mother's milk. Christ, it's him becoming the babe, Jesus Christ. 
think I feel like his name has Christ in it. Well, think of it. But no, you guys can think of it too, but you're not allowed to look at your phones. If you have already, you cheated. You have to think of it because I'm not going to look. And so you I know look. I'll never remember. I will remember. I will. But I'm not going to remember on the... So, what do we have coming up? We have more October coming up. Yep. Greg Mann stoned us last episode, stoned us this episode, but we are going to get him and Pretty Tony to talk uh-huh. about the worst Halloween show ever. We have a... a, a I was just going to say, we have a famous sketch. That's not true. Famous to us. We, we have every year, during, why Halloween was always so fun, and I mentioned it shows, but because we would always do a show, too, or get on people's Halloween, Halloween shows, show, yeah. and we would do a sketch that was specific. We have video online, but we're working, hopefully. No spoilers. We can't make promises Crip either. Keeper. No spoilers or promises. We don't want to stone, Craig stone yeah. these people. No. Um, so, But we're in the works on something. We got a new movie. Uh, what was it called? Danny. 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 Working on it. We're gonna we're gonna bring that to you. And, and uh, we got some songs to write. Oh, we got we got some raps. We got a lot on the plate. Oof, yeah. And uh, I think you have more Shadowrun to look forward to. They do. Holy smokes! All right, that's an hour. You got so many hours that's to come. Hour. Merry Christmas. Oh, I was gonna. Uh, oh yeah. 22 hours. Always, 22 always, kills. Always check your duds. <laughs> That's an hour. Jerk practice, jerk practice. Sketch boys love to reminisce. Yeah. When, uh, let, when, let's see. When we last left off, our three red shadow runners, Grizz, Nick, and Yaneth. Yes, Yaneth had just bested two guards. Nick, Arizona, beat a dwarf to death, curb-checked a dwarf to death, and Grizz knocked out a man's eye with a baton. But now they're inside the facility, thanks to a random occurrence with the train. But what comes next will maybe... Maybe there'll be a train. Or maybe they'll, a train will run on them. You'll have to listen and find out. But be careful. Be careful. Oh, and enjoy. enjoy. You keep walking. That commotion was nothing. So you've made your way to this crossroad here between the machine shop and the... Um, the medical facility. You look, you have no access points over here on the assembly plant. As you look down here, you do see one entrance. It looks like it's not maglocked, but it looks like it is secured in some sense. And over here, uh, on this, uh, on the, I guess it would be what, the uh, west side of the machine shop, you see an open uh, car door or machine door, and in it is a is a drone, heavy lifter drone, made by the company of Sater Krupp. You see that, and you see a possible lock in the medical facility. You don't see any um, security guards around whatsoever. There's no alarms. It's eerily silent. Okay, so we have two pass keys, pass keys first. and then we have Sater Krupp keys as uh-huh. well. So I would say if we and know the, the vials the in here, I'm so sorry, the blood. Yeah. You don't know where it is. 
But you do know. You see. A, you've seen a sign that says uh, uh, medical facilities. Yeah, I say try the I pass first. keys into the medical the facility because all we need to do is get the blood. So I go uh, to the door. I use the pass key that I found on my guard. Um, I'm going to use. What would that be? To uh, sneak or just. Open? To use it. You want to use your pass key? Yeah, I want to use the pass key. Yeah. He's got seven for intelligence. Six. Six. So I'll give Zenith my pass key. It's dropping a a card in the slot. Right, but it may not work. You just walk up to the door as you have this discussion about the pass key, and it opens just because you're close to it with the key in your pocket. And then you hear. Let's get the fuck inside. Alarms going off. And these alarms are, uh, there's a lot more of them. And it's a lot louder, almost piercingly so. You make your way inside. And as you go inside, the door begins to shut. But then it stops and opens as if someone else is controlling it. So the door is open. As you're looking out the door, you see two Count them two GM Nissan Dobermans looking right at you. Outside? Outside of the door. Is it possible for Henning to hack the door and get it to shut? Sure. Zenith. Zenith, sorry. Let's do it. Come on, Khan. Do three and three. Should have grabbed those guys' uniforms. Maybe the Dobermans don't recognize. No, they're dope. They would have. They would have. Smell. Have it's scans. all about smell. They're not dopey orcs that you can smash. So I, try, I try and go up to them and hack them both. No, at the I was same time, hack or? the door to shut the, the door. door, or run, or do they? They've now they are throw a club. They are at scanning them. you. Their rifles are not yet telescoped. They are just staring at you so as the alarms are blaring above you. You see their own personal alarms, red and blue, flashing as well. Okay, I have a I, I, uh, I also want to use my quickness to start. To, to try to get cover so they can't scan me. Okay. I'll try that too. I got five. I'm a quick miss. Three. There's two of them though, isn't there? Mm-hmm. Yes. Can I get right. one more dice? I think one of your duds. Alright, so... You got three out of six, huh? So, Ashley, you make your move. Casey, you make your move. You got two. All right. No problemo. They must be as blind as the orc. They stay right where they are. The gun, uh, their barrels are not telescoped. And nor do they follow you at all. You've uh, so these are inside the building or outside? They're right outside they're the door. They're right outside. So what you've so done is you've jumped them. on each side of the door. So now they're so staring they're just... at Zenith. Yeah, I obviously follow my compatriots behind the door. Quickness of five. Ooh, one. Mm. My alarm ears. That's okay because you gotta. You... Oh, sorry. Classic D&D spill. Owl. Wow. 
You've avoided, you've evaded them. The alarm's still going off. The alarm's going off. You gotta close this door, though, because if someone comes in, they see us immediately. The, the, the Dobermans have scanned the doorway, and now they've, you hear them make their way off. Uh, you take a quick, you, you peer out of the door, and all you can see is that Seder Krupp heavy lifter drone across the way. We no really adversaries. Need that. Yeah, we do. What's a lifter drone, exactly? So All these it. alarms are going off, not even for us. It's the drone saying, get out of the way so I can come in. Yeah. Is how I read that. Is it like from uh, Aliens? Similar. I know what you're talking about. Get in that shit. <laughs> we need the blood first, though. We need you to, just in case, need to smash some shit. Okay, we can man the drone. Temporarily, but... So to get I'm just blood. saying what's nice to have on. We gotta get the, the blood first, though. I would say we all three look <laughs> for the blood. We're most likely in the space where the blood vial is right. that we need. I've got the keys to the drone. So let's get work together to get the blood fast. Can I, can I see your... Because I'm just looking at his strength. Oh, of course he did. Did it in pencil Because right he has pencils Because he knows what he's doing I know I'm buying those um, pencils We have pencils We just I don't know where they went He's got Eesh. a four on unarmed combat So, But you and I have You have a seven I have a, I five got a six pistols. And you've got a club still Yeah Did you pick up any Any weapons from him? He had the club he threw at me. No, All but I when, found was a picture of a woman that I kind of know. Okay. That seemed familiar. Totally missed that. I slept with that guy's wife. <laughs> I also <laughs> just... You got the... Well, well, I huh? can't find my specs on the drone. I have some specs on how it works. For this Seder Croft heavy lifter drone, just know now, why do we that... Need- you can fuck some shit because up he keeps with bringing this it up. Drone. If we get assuming in the hot that, water, assuming that you can access the drone, then you can issue a reasonable command to the drone. Uh, it will. You can attempt to act safely and logically with it. However, <laughs> you can do serious damage to people, objects, or the drone itself, depending on the behavior of the hacker. That's you, dog. So, okay. that's what you see. You see that's, that drone, but you are our, in the medical facility. Is, the alarm is, is going off. Okay. You look to the right of that door, and you see another control panel. Hack it. But why? Because the door is open? No, because no, the, drone's the coming, alarm. drone's coming in. The alarm <coughs> is for the drone. <coughs> look around the room. All points bulletin. All points bulletin. There are... There is a, a suspected shadow run on the facility. Lock it down. Lock everything down. Trust no one. I toss the drone keys to you, Zenith. Okay. And I say, get the frag out the door, get to that drone, and see if you can work your magic and get us out of this mess. So you and I will use our stealth. What's your stealth? You got six, right? Quickness. You have quickness. You use your quickness. I'll use my stealth to look for the blood. You go to the drone because you're the decker. Mm -hmm. So I got the keys, so I toss you the keys. Okay. So I catch them and go to the drone. I, I, All right. I roll, roll to see if you catch. No, I'm kidding. 
You run out. Of course, uh, as you run, you need to see if you make it across the pathway where you know there were uh, previously Dobermans. Dobes. So you run to make your way into the machine shop, to the rig. Stealth. You got good stealth, right, Henry? Zenith? Yes. Wait, where's my stealth? Uh, Quickness. Quickness and... It's a combination of... I'm I'm going to run in in the drone and try and hack it. Run, just run to see if you make it to that drone. Quickness five. Come on, Henning. Okay. Zenith, con. Ooh, two. Looks like I made it. Probably. Uh... You run across the way. Heavy-footed, though. And you feel gunshots nipping at your heels. The, the Dobermans are back. The two Dobermans you've seen before, you look to your right, you look to your left, there's one on each side of you. Oop, that was a five. Yeah! Dust bit up at your heels from the left. Miss completely right over your head. You go, ah, and you do a sweet combat roll into the into the uh, assembly plant, machine shop. Okay. Uh, get in. Get you in the jump drone. up. You jump up into the drone rigger. You get into the rig. You look around. You're not. Or you you get up into the Seder Krupp heavy lifter drone. You're not a drone rigger, but you're a decker, so you feel somewhat confident that you can control it. Besides. Uh, Nick Christie or Chris Christie or <laughs> Nick Arizona has thrown you has thrown you the Seder Krupp keys. You you uh, you find where you, you press the button on the key. A um, uh, a mechanical uh, electromagnetic field uh, juts out. Oh, I see. And you put that in where a hole you think it's supposed to go. It is supposed to go there. You hear it. You look up under the um, you look up towards the windshield. And you're like, what is, who is that woman? That woman looks so familiar. And you recognize it. It's that same woman that uh, Grizz has taken out of that dirty orc's pocket. Go, this oh, woman's getting around. He must have, uh, this must be his rig. And you can't understand. The car is, the, the rig is idling, but it's not turning over. It's not turning over. You don't understand. You look to your left, and you see a rusty old-timey keyhole. <laughs> <laughs> and you say, wait a minute. Knowing your decking skills, you look around, you look in, you see a, a, a standard keypad, but underneath it you see some, some some wiring rigged together, and you see that wiring go to this and go, who would take all this trouble? Sometimes and then you realize... Dirty one-eyed son of a bitch. <laughs> you realize that only one man, the chief security officer, runs this drone rigger, and as a security measure... He's right. made sure by keeping himself the only key. He's an analog guy. He goes back it's to basic digital world, bro. He's got right. old. He, Take he, the key to his heart. That's guy. why he doesn't have cyberware in his eyes. That's why he can't hear or see. He stays to the old worlds. He's a hipster. You put the key in. You turn it. <laughs> yeah. It, it, Let's see what if this he, baby turns over. What's he rolling for? He's rolling to see if turning this key turns this baby on so he can access what's it. What's he rolling with, though? Intelligence? Uh, I guess... Rigging? He's not a drone rigger, so let Deckin? me see. He's not... He's. It's going to be a tough little rule. Decking? Decking? He decking? He's got a cyber implant. You have an electronics of four. 
with I this. I would say, yeah, it's analog though. Yeah, there's some wiring going together. That's true. It's a composite. System. Go electronics, baby. Yeah, do Roll it. a do four. It. Four. Which means four. One. <laughs> that is uh, alternative. It putters a little bit. Mmm, mmm, mmm. It's not quite going. You know this the key. The right key fits. Check the gas light. <laughs> Tap on it. Ah, you're getting nervous. Do it again. Try to try to turn it over again. The clutch. Pop the clutch. <laughs> I'm not a manual guy. Nothing. You look in front of you, a puff of smoke is happening. This dirty orc doesn't know what he's doing. He shouldn't be doing his own uh, mechanics on this rigger. He's got a, you see a puff of smoke, you smell um, almost like um, a, a gasoline smell, like there's been a breach or a leak. God damn, orc only owns garbage. Fucker. And the whole thing shuts down. Okay, I have to... Stay where I am while these two do their business. Then maybe I'll work on it a little bit to, in order to rig it to get our escape sorted. We have the I drone we there in the other. Yeah. Meanwhile, board. we're in the room. I'm looking at labels and signs um, for things in this medical facility. You're panicked because the alarm's still going on. To try to try to figure out where this blood vial could be. So I'm trying to read something. That would English. It would be more informing. Yes, I Did have an English. English. No. It's a lot of dice. As you look around, you see a lot of refrigeration units. And in the center, there's a center console. And surprisingly, it's not digital, but an analog manual. And you don't know what that is. Otherwise, you don't see anything. You see Bunsen burners. Gas pipes. <laughs> awesome. Uh, some vials, but completely empty. There's a white powdery residue on some of the vials. You sniff around. It smells kind of tinny and irony in there. Bloody. Bloody, but you're not sure. You look at all the um, uh, refrigerators. You try and open one. They, they, they open from the top, and they are locked in some fashion. Are they locked? Can I use a passkey? Can I use my strength? You try the passkey and it doesn't work. Okay. So, hey, Grizz, I need you over here. you got to open these. This is where the vial is. I'm damn sure of it. Okay. I'm in. I'm going to rip that fucking door off. Okay, go for it. You guess a fridge and you rip. You, <laughs> you try and rip a door off. I got ten strength. Well, I wow. I need all of them. I got uh, five. <laughs> <laughs> you get a healthy grip on the lid of this refrigerator. grip. <laughs> you grasp it as if to open it. And not only do you open it, you lift the entire <laughs> fridge almost like it weighs nothing. And it's lifted over your head and it slams back down. And that ka you hear 
unclasps the lid and you open it up. We look inside. Inside, you just see body parts of various creatures, elves, metahumans, orcs, some humans. You see a liver, you see a brain, uh, and they're wrapped up in, in in, in not a medical fashion. They're almost like they're wrapped up like like somebody was drunk putting away their takeout at the end of the night. Poorly, as if they're going to eat it the next morning. It's a rancid smell. The fridge hasn't even been running. You almost vomit from the stink. Or is it my breath? <laughs> <laughs> Smells like lunch. You wince, and you know this can't be the proper... I hold back fridge. a gag, cover my keep mouth. Fridges open. Cover my mouth and say, "You might. You, you well. We got to try the next one." You hear over the comm link you have. Try and locate. Try and locate before they can get to the analog manual. Locate red lady. No manual. Get the manual. <laughs> I get on the comm link. I grab the manual get, for fuck's sake. If they need it so bad. I get on the comm link and say. I think there's a commotion over at the main gate. Reporting there, red lady, over and out. Let's see how that works. What's your charisma? Uh, charisma is three. Oh God. Better than the you two. Need a success oh, by you need barely. A oh, you got to thank God. At least you said it in half Chinese. <laughs> you should have rolled you your have, Filipino. Uh, It'll be better than the. Should roll my Filipino. Uh, no. Oh, uh, response is coming. Ja, ja. No, it's a no go. We know that the system's been hacked. All com links deactivate. Everyone off the grid. They are in the facility. Get the manual. <laughs> I'm getting the manual. It's in my. Tight jean shorts. Grizz, you better stop. Start opening these fridges right now. It's fast set as you all can. batons. Shoot to kill. I set my baton to kill as well. <laughs> and then you hear. <laughs> 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 my eyes go. <laughs> I took his. He can't use it. I took oh, his comments. He no can. He's back. <laughs> this is. Or Captain Homer. It took my special. It took my special. Rodney. This is Rodney Homer. It took my special key. The dwarf is dead. <laughs> you killed her the night I The dwarf is dead. But luckily, the special secret comlink that he kept in his sock. I found it. I'm not doing well. But. I now know who I'm dealing with. Grizz Devereaux is on the facility. He is my stepbrother. <laughs> he took the picture. He doesn't know it yet, unless he's listening to the comic. But he took the picture of our mother that I hold sacred next to the keys from our grandmother. Only he has the greasy power to use these keys. But first and foremost, get to the manual. 
Okay. So we have it, we gotta keep we gotta get the right. vial. Thanks, and Rodney. We're, we're taking the manual with us, by the way. Yeah, I said I put in my pants already. Maybe the, the manual is about finding the vial. See, you and I, by the way, both look at each other like what the fuck, and then go right back to it. So three. But I haven't rolled my other five yet. What are you rolling for again? Ripping fridge number two. <laughs> You're opening the fridge Four. again? There's what, another what did you roll? What did you roll? Four. Four successes? Yeah. Alright. Can I again. do two fridges at once? Uh, next time, maybe. <laughs> oh, alright. So you, again, you not knowing your own strength and not having the skills to judge a situation that's already happened. You lift the next fridge in the same manner, but you throw it over towards the other fridge, opening both fridges. Nice. The fridges open. They're on their sides. Greasy ooze comes out. Almost an ooze that slides over the floor that almost moans as it slides. It's pussy and kind of bloody, but the blood is is uh, more mucus than blood. There's viscera inside the ooze. It's making its way towards you. You look at one of them. You look at a at a kidney, and it looks almost like the kidney has a philia, philia, philia. Cilia. Almost the like legs? it's pulling itself towards you with little hairs. You 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 think no, that can't be. It's it's just sliding in the ooze towards me. I'm gonna dip my club in this poison blood because I'm someone's gonna. They're coming. I'm gonna. I gotta. Okay. No. So, are we still looking uh, for the stupid vial? The this, vial is this, not there. At this point, in we're screwed. Room? We no. gotta. We gotta get to the drone. We've got the manual, though, so we've got to get to the drone. Cool. Can I carry the poison fridge with me in case I need to throw it at somebody? You need Take to it. get out of that. Fac- you I realize need. we gotta go. Your sensors are. Your um, senses are tingling. There's something emanating the smell the aroma the stink your eyes are starting to water right, you can yeah, sense we gotta go you're having trouble breathing you're coughing you're in trouble you're sweating you've opened just, something and you don't know what it is this just grids or the all manual. of us you're stuck in a rigger right. you're stuck in a rig so we're gonna you try to run across the we're plane. running across you as you guys realize that the door begins to shut so, Great. using my, your strength, Hold my quickness. Oh no. The door is shutting. You either need to make your way out, or slam, make yeah, your way out. Yeah, we're getting it out. We're getting out. We're getting out. Or find another way out. The door is shutting. In okay, five, I'm four, Indiana Jones. Three, two, one. Three. Three. Yeah. Nikki Chris, uh, Nick Arizona. <laughs> Nikki Christmas <laughs> does a slide. She does a roll. She makes her way out, safe at home. The door shuts on Grizz's face, but it's okay. Feeling that pump and iron after lifting all those fridges, he goes yeah, <laughs> and he slams that door down like like face. something straight out of uh, I don't know, like like uh, Total Recall or something. Something Schwarzenegger would do. Just boom, the door doesn't. Dent, it just, boom, slams out of its hinges. And it lands on one of those goddamn Dobermans, crushing it. Can I steal the dart gun off the leg? Of the Doberman? Yeah. Sure. You see you see the leg sticking out the end of the door that you've crushed. Yeah. And as the leg is a, is a gun-like leg. I'm going to take that I think maybe that can be useful. I'm going to grab it. 
Go for it. What do I roll for that? Strength? Yeah, go strength. Alright. <laughs> Ten spot. To rip it out. <laughs> She's got it. <laughs> yeah. How much do I got it, though? You Jesus. grab the gun off. And not only that, you realize that this gun attached to it is another rusty key. <laughs> you go, what? What? This doesn't make any sense, but maybe it matches that key I saw before. You take the gun out, and just for dex- uh, posterity, you point it at another Doberman that you see, shooting it and exploding it in one shot. And you casually walk your way over to the rig, giving Nick Arizona a nudge like, you see that shit? Nice roll. (laughs) You're now in the machine shop, but you hear this. Uh, Our tracking meter on the manual seems to say that it's still in the uh, medical facility. Manual safe. Facility safe. Poison. There's poison in there. I look over at Grizz and I go, what the frag did you do? Do you have the manual or not? Yeah, I put it in my pants. Can you show it to me? Sure, it's right here. Did you have the manual? Yeah, yeah I told like, you. He put it in his pants. It. So you just, the first time you went, get the manual. I was We've like, well, said, then I got the manual. Oh, did you roll for that? No, but we just said Shh. we put it in the pants. Negative. Negative. <laughs> We're in, by the way, poison gas escaping. Escaping. The chip fell out of the manual. <laughs> We're missing the manual. Shh. Over. Red lady. Poison. You're in there. You look. You see. You throw a key up to Zaneth. He grabs it. Kind of. Mm. Why are these keys so rusty? He thinks. He puts it into a key slot that was next to the other one. Turns it. Rigor lights up. Activate. Activate rig. Mm-hmm. All it, right. It starts with a growl. So we gotta find the blood still, correct? We gotta find the blood, but we gotta get the hell out of here. Because number one, there's poison. Number two, there are 80 million guards the and they're on to us. We got we the rigor. Need... The rigor can do massive damage. I think he said the blood's not here. What we need is an antidote for Grizz. That might be in the manual? I don't know. Can you examine the manual with your intelligence? Somebody needs to look in that goddamn manual. <laughs> yeah, he's... Checking the manual. These are smarts. Skim through it very quickly. Very quickly. Whoa. I got five. Ooh. Five successes. Here we go. Speed reader. You look in the manual. You gasp. <gasps> and then you reveal what you found. Eileen didn't just take ill with any virus. She took ill with... The ghoul virus. Uh oh. The manual has Eileen's name in it and everything? It has Eileen. Patient Zero? Ill. And without thinking about it. No, 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 it doesn't say her name. I'm sorry. Scratch that. The ghoul virus is loose. All ghouls are locked in facility basement 
B. It's not on the map. Anyone coming in contact with said blood, bile, semen, sweat, has less than 24 hours to react with antidote. Anyone found with ghoul virus has to register as a registered ghoul. Registered ghoul offender? All registered ghouls will have legal restrictions, prejudice, and career-ending revelations. The manual is just that. It's a very comprehensive manual. No. We recommend extreme prejudice. Highly sensitive information. Cannot leave facility. All blood samples must be tested on grounds. All blood samples are final. Antidote in the guardhouse. Yes! Yes, nice. Let's do this shit. Jerk practice game.